Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports cakes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready, because your order of Fresh and Raw Sports Sushi is up. What up, what up, what up, though? There we go. Welcome, everybody. You already know what time it is. Another Wednesday. That means it is Sports Sushi. Uh, I am here with my boy Russ, uh, Sports Plug Russ. Uh, Sterling will join us later on. If not, yes, sir. Not, we don't know, but we got Chris filling in. Shout out to our boy, uh, our producer, Chris. How you doing today, my boy? Here in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, before we begin, uh, we are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and I, uh, not IG anymore, but um, if you uh, if you are tuned in to any one of those, please like and subscribe. Let's get us to a 1,000 on YouTube. It's so about to go down. We need some monies. So let's, let's get the monies. Um, also, uh, we'll be uploaded on spot, uh, Spotify and all podcast uh, directories, uh, Daily Motion, Odyssey, and Rumble as well. Uh, so today we have a. Look at the light, subscribe, and all that other shit before you start watching. And while you start watching and watch, yes, yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Please do that. And yeah. tell that friend to tell a friend. Indeed. Call someone. Please. All right. So uh, this show we got uh, lined up, man. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the UFC results that happened this weekend. Uh, the play in started. Uh, they're going on and they will, you know, conclude. I want to say, is it today or tomorrow, Russ? Um, the play ins? Yeah, the plans. Yeah, they'll uh, conclude tomorrow. Yeah, they will conclude tomorrow. So we will do a little bit of uh, player comparisons as well uh, with my boy Russ. Um, NFL player comparisons. I'm going to start just throw out a couple names. And let's oh, see. damn. I didn't, see, I didn't know how you was doing it, and I didn't want you to catch me off guard because I take player comparisons very seriously. Okay, like so if you, you ever if you ever seen me do them, I, I I like I actually like I'll be pretty right about them, so I don't like to be wrong. But I had three that I did at random from a big board. Okay, so we, we'll give the random and then well, I'll if you, give, yeah, you give then, me some random ones. Yeah, and then I could I could throw some first rounders. Uh, so this is what no. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw some first rounders. I'm gonna see if you agree with uh, these particular uh, uh, pro comparisons, and you can kind of give me yours as well. Uh, I got yeah, Chris. I got, Chris, I got Chris, Chris playing Chris, too. I was gonna no wait, I was gonna say Chris, clip them though, and let's get like the ones that I do at random and the ones that I actually study for, because knowing my ass, I'll probably get the ones I do at random right and the ones I actually look yeah. at wrong. That's the way well, it'd be working out. What's up with the playing though, Chris? What you got? So my my understanding was like eight and nine just play each other and the win winner gets in. But now I'm hearing this is like a two and three day process. What what the hell <clears throat> how, what is the structure of the play in? To make it less complicated, two teams play to get the seven. That team gets the seven, then two teams play to get the eight. One team gets the eight, the other team's out. They do this for two days, and it's actually pretty good games because the game last night was fucking bonkers. Yes, yes. Shout out to the Lakers for advancing, shout everybody. To, shout out to Dennis Schroeder. So if the seven yeah. seed loses twice, then they're out? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Just have yeah. eight and nine play each other and be done with it. I mean, no, it's actually entertaining basketball, though, Chris. So this, so, so to the people that don't like it, I understand it because when they first said we're having a plan, I was one of the first people to say, what the fuck? 
Like, if you don't make the top eight, why, what does it matter? And then I watched it, and I was like, well, I can't really argue with the fact that the seven, eight, nine, and ten teams are really close in talent, and so the games are really good. So most of the time, like the Hawks and the Heat, we don't know where it happened there. But, like, most of the time the games are pretty good. I remember, you know, the first play, was it the first play where it was Steph and LeBron? And that was a good-ass game. So, like, like I feel you to a certain extent, Chris, but I'm a, you know, you got to give it a chance. And when you give it a chance, like, none of these teams, I mean, except for the Lakers, maybe, none of these teams are really going to win the championship. So, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, people are going to say, you know, common denominator, they're not going to win. But as far as our entertainment is concerned, we get to see good players play meaningful basketball games. And not to mention that if we didn't have the play-ins, we wouldn't have the immaculate Pat Beverly celebration that – Yes. Yeah, like, come on now. Like, we we didn't have the play-ins, we wouldn't have that. Bro, so, the play-in – the NBA Gulag is pretty lit. I yeah. can't lie. Yeah. The NBA – because they do fight for their life, and we up at the top throwing yeah. rocks down at them like, ah, because what are you doing? You're shitting on them, Chris. But they still playing good basketball. So people like me, probably Boogie and the rest of the NBA fans, like I'll watch it. I'll watch yeah. you two teams fight to the death. I, what else am I gonna do? We, otherwise, what the, we gonna do? We gonna be waiting. We would have been waiting for the playoffs to start. It's the last chance of a for, for like air for life. Yes, <laughs> yes. By, life. By, by professional teams though, not just yes. by like you know what I'm saying, like just some some like college but like real good players. So. Like you saw last night, the Lakers woke the fuck up. Then the Minnesota woke up. Well, actually, Minnesota woke the fuck up. Then the Lakers woke up. Then Minnesota or Mike Connolly woke up because Anthony Edwards was asleep for that whole game. But go ahead, oh, Boogie. I wish, uh, I wish they had it for hockey because uh, the Sabres are, are going to miss. Oh, yeah. Year in a Man, row. Literally I'm not going to lie. Hockey, hockey playoffs are perfect. I, I miss hockey playoffs so damn um, much. I mean, I, the stars, the stars are in it, and so we're gonna do some damage. But like, so the the the, the Sabers are gonna come within one game of making the playoffs. They got the longest playoff drought in all four major sports going. Oh, that sucks. I got twelve seasons now. First we had the stupid Bills drought. Now we got the Sabers drought. And it's they, cold out there, so y'all should be good at hockey. That should be they, something that's like y'all. Should. Their last eleven games to get back into the playoff race, they're 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 gonna end up seven two and two, and the two games that they lost. Are bo- both by a goal and both because of this stupid freaking replay rule where you can replay anything up to the last whistle. So, like, five minutes of hockey play is erased because they decided challenge and called an offsides. <laughs> and they yeah. lost two goals that way against in two big games. Well, the only games they know, lost in the past. Hold on. Say, say that again, Chris, for the people that, that are not familiar with this rule. So, could you repeat that rule again? So, if a goal is scored, you can challenge the, the the play, and anything up until the previous whistle is eligible to re- be replayed for an offsides. So in hockey, they have offsides. The puck has to go inside the zone before the players do, and so that you could you could bring the, play, the puck in. You could have everybody go around. You could have all, everyone hitting each other, and the whole play unfold for a minute or two of action. A goal scored, and now they challenge it, and they're like, oh. Two and a half minutes ago, this guy's skate was six inches over the line before freaking the puck came in. So that's no goal three minutes later. Oh, so like they can do like in the NBA when they always say like they can't retroactively call a call. So like when we call like in the NBA when you when they call the replay, like if they look and be like, oh shit, you fouled them, they have to ignore it. In hockey, you can say, oh shit, you fouled them, bring that shit back. 
like, like real quick. That's fucked up. That yeah. So the, the football equivalent would be okay. The drive ends in a touchdown, and you decide you want to challenge the touchdown drive. Anything from the start of the possession is eligible to be challenged because they scored. Yeah. Hockey. Yeah. Ooh. Hockey yeah, doing the a, most with that yeah. one, but but I will say though, it does force players to play the right way. That, that's true. Yeah, it does. Because they have a rule on, that crazy. Yeah, you're like, man, you. The only thing worse than that is a penalty shot. Two two offsides in the past month, and that's why the play, the Sabers are going to miss the playoffs. Well, you could be a Stars fan. You know what I'm saying? He said you could be a temporary Fuck the Stars. Fan. The Stars <laughs> stole <laughs> the championship from us too. Hey, we didn't steal shit. Foot, Brett Hall's foot was in the crease. Hey, we ain't steal shit. Ain't call it. Hey, stop crying. All I know is Ed Belfort and the boys was holding up that Stanley. 1999. <laughs> I was in the building when it happened. I was in sixth grade and I stayed up till 12 o'clock, not one o'clock in the morning to watch that shit. I was deep into it. I got me a Stars puck. I fuck with the Stars. I, I was schlepping beers at the stadium or the arena. I, I was I was drinking Sprite because I wasn't <laughs> old enough to drink alcohol. You should have came to my booth. I probably shouldn't have because I was 11. I was looking up at the TV just pouring beer, so it didn't matter. I was, oh, Lord. Yeah, I would, nah. All right. Nah, well, Lil Russ didn't need that in his life. Oh, but, but, but before we, 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 we uh, kind of go on, uh, just, you know, want to go ahead and give a shout out and, and all due respect uh, on a retirement. Uh, Udonis Haslam, the OG, oh, yeah. OG of the uh, NBA. My sound effects uh, ain't working, but yeah. yeah. Or did y'all hear him earlier? I think I did. Yeah, I heard him earlier. Oh, okay. If y'all can hear him and I can't, then I'm rocking with it. So is this the same dude that used to play for the Heat way back in the day? Bro, he only played for the Heat. <laughs> like he only, yeah. yeah he only like they, they, he was such an OG. They paid him to stay on the team to be the Heat OG. Yeah, like literally, just, he was just that. there to mentor people. Really, he was just there to tell people, "Hey, man, hey, yeah, hey, and, hey, and you fuck this up, you gonna deal with me." Yeah. What he said, what he said, Jimmy Butler. This man was 40, 42 years old. Looked at Jimmy Butler. Hey, I'll whoop your ass. <laughs> I have Ghost no over problem. here dusting off some names off the off the old school list. Yeah, the NHL. Oh, I can imagine. Man, Ghost uh, is a hockey hockey one too. Yeah, hockey was just something that I always liked to play the video games because I could fight on there. But as far as like, well, I, I know, bro. Okay, I, I'll tell you this, Boogie. This let this be the year. The regular season hockey, eh. Playoff hockey, playoff is second to probably only like, like NFL type shit. It's it's like a mixture of NFL and NBA playoffs. Literally, it is. Like you get the big hits and the tackling, but you get the excellent play because they don't really fight too much. They try to play the game and like actually win. Parties that used to be for the Sabers playoff games, it was it was amazing. The whole the whole downtown would be closed down for street parties on game nights. Not like Alex Ovechkin, so like you know what I'm talking, but. Hockey is like one of the. Uh, it's kind of like. Uh, Did everybody watch Hold Up Boogie? Everybody that's watching right now is like, "Oh my god, don't change it. Just take my word for it." When yeah. the hockey playoffs start, even if you gotta watch it with like, I don't know, music in the background, watch that shit. That shit is amazing. They're yeah. skating on swords, and they have wooden things that Donatello used in Ninja Turtles hitting the puck. Nothing. Nothing is more suspenseful and exciting than playoff hockey in overtime. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say this: I watch hockey before I watch like soccer, and you know what? Else? Stop football or whatever. I'm sorry, nigga. Whatever. This is not a this is not a I'm world not talking, sport show. Yeah, I'm not, not talking take about, that disrespect. I'm not Go talking ahead. about 
war, uh, like World Cup and stuff like that. But no, like, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Nick. Uh, uh, yeah. Manchester United versus yeah. Manchester City, the Derby. Bust the wide open. Let's get it. Yeah. Man, you see. All I right. Look. All right. I, it's just the physical aspect. Well, you want to know the truth? We losing them because these niggas ain't finna listen to us. We'll talk about no hockey. Right. No the second you start talking so, soccer, 66% of our audience just disappeared. <laughs> like, fuck. That's like two people. No, I'm joking. Right. Hey, no, that's, exactly, that's exactly what it was. Just, hey, so, hey, yeah, get to that UFC. They was throwing right, so them like, things. All right, so yeah, let's go ahead and uh, go uh, to this past weekend. UFC 287 uh, wrapped up. If you didn't know, now you know. Israel Zasanya is that guy. He is him. He is the dog. He walked around all weekend with the collar around his neck. Um, people, you know, made fun of him. I mean, you know, he looked like the guy, you know, gently in that one movie. I'm Man, assuming. you can look however you want when you do things. But like you look at movie. him. You look. You look at him as the middleweight, you know, champion. You know, UFC champion of the world, uh, two time now. Uh, is this the dude that got the let's go Brandon chant going? Oh, no, Oop. you guys didn't see it. Like, the, I don't know, fighter one over the weekend. Rogan was interviewing him and freaking gave the shout out to Trump. And then he got the whole crowd going oh, no, on. Let's that, go Brandon. That's uh, that's probably Jorge Masvidal. Uh, I was getting to that too. Uh, Jorge Masvidal uh, fought uh, Burns, uh, lost and uh, retired. Uh, so shout out to Game Bread, man. You had a long, you know, illustrious career. You a lot of wins. You know, um, you had I just want to say this. I just want to say Israel, thank you for for doing it for the skinny niggas, man, with power. Yeah, because um, man, he hit him two two times. And I swear his arm was gonna break because he not yeah. built too big. When he hit him, it was I was like, oh, you only got like two more in you for your handbrake, man. The crazy thing <laughs> is that he he he, he almost. Well, he, he hit him with the same shit that he was working on with him before the time ran out in the last fight. Yeah, that was... Had, yeah, he just had more time, man. This time, I, more I, I think it was... I, I really... Because what I thought was... I thought, like, in the first fight, he had it won, and he ran out of gas, and the dude was bigger than him. So he was able to just overpower him. And I think in this fight, he was like, I'm I'm going to get you up out of... Well, I think he was like, I'm going to last. Let me phrase that. He was like, I'm going to last. And then he saw that opportunity because the dude swung and didn't bring his hands back. To protect himself, and he had that opportunity, but he hit him with the same punch twice in the dome. And mm -hmm. Like he said, Overhand right, yeah. Ah. Hey, shout out to what he did to that little kid's son because I don't give a fuck if you a little kid or not. Okay. He was talking that shit. The so, little kid yeah. had to know. Nah, the little kid had to learn, and a lesson was learned that night, taught by Uncle Izzy. If you gonna talk that shit, someone's gonna talk that shit back. Sometimes you shimmy. And sometimes it gets shimmies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quoted by the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the great uh, Curry. But, but nah, yeah, I, I, to, get, to, to give context, uh, Izzy and uh, Izzy, uh, when he fought him in kickboxing, uh, Parade in kickboxing, he got knocked out. His son got in the ring and, you know, <laughs> fell down and acted like he was knocked out. So, um, and Izzy didn't appreciate that. And he, he remembered it for all these years. And, uh, when they showed the kid. The kid was crying. crying. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 let's break this down. You know what I mean? like, like, as a kid, you just saw your father figure who fights, who you more than likely believe is the dopest dude in the world who can't be beat. So you just saw your dad get beat up and knocked out. And then the dude that did it remembered what you said to him last time and looked at you, pointed to you as you cry in your mom's boobs. <laughs> and did the same celebration over your dad's corpse 
Like, yeah, no, nah, man. Izzy's a real one for that one, though, because that kid had to learn. He'll never celebrate or taunt someone ever again in his life. All right, so uh, to uh, comment on what Ghost says, uh, he says Alex has power. They need to run him back. This is MMA, so it's a different story. We need a third match. Unfortunately, Izzy doesn't feel that way. He said that, um, you know, Perea, um is most likely going to move up to 205 because I think he had he had trouble cutting weight at 185. So I think that's the next plan Man. Uh, for Alex. Uh, if he does go up to 205, that's going to be a uh, fucking uh, – you, you know you want to know you want to know why Izzy said no? Two words, one name. Vernon Forrest. If you know the story of Vernon Forrest, he couldn't beat nobody but who sugar. Yeah. And and uh, no matter what sugar did, he got in the ring and Vernon Forrest would whoop his ass. So <laughs> Izzy said, I got him, I knocked him out. That's it. No, I'm I've not exercised the demons. Nope. Yep, I've exercised the demon. It don't matter if you want to fight me again, you can't. Bye. Yeah. Like I'm not fighting him again. I don't blame him because I imagine if he fights him again. You because you really only you, you ain't up. Yeah. The score is three one. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so like you, you still three one three one three one overall. But you know a lot of people like to point out that you know kickboxing and MMA is two different things. Hey, all I, I know is I understand it's hey. two different sports. And like and a lot of people like to sit there and say the one one. Um, hey, okay. Hey, I'm telling you. It, hey, one more. Hey, what you just need one punch to connect, man, to put you out. And hey. those fighters like uh, a Francis Ngannou, uh, mm-hmm. people with punching power like that, you, you kind of, you know, you got to be kind of careful because at any point, at any part of the man. fight, they Boogie. can just pull it out. Boogie, what oh. Roddy say? I ain't trying to get swept, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, so, ain't trying to get swept. That man got that three one. Is it, man? Yeah. Ain't no gentleman sweep gonna happen. Yeah, you so, liable to kick me and punch me and knock me out. Hey, that's a but, smart man. But you know, a lot of people like to point out that you know, oh, the one that Izzy got is you know the the only title defense that Pereira had, and yeah, and you know, it, look, you know, Where we could get, get into the numbers and all that. But look, man, you know, shout out to Izzy, man. You know, I hope uh, Pereira moves up to two hundred five and he finds success. Um, up there, or, uh, or you know, what may have you, but all I know is Boogie. If I was, if if we was even, and and you had knocked my ass out, but you knew I could knock you out, and I just was coming at you, you just, hey, you playing, man? Hey, man, I, you not, I knocked you out, bro. Like this is professional. <laughs> that, like I, I ain't got to run up on you in the streets. That's Give me my the, belt. That's one of the, <laughs> uh, like, I understand it, you know. You can't fight the same guy five yeah. times, bro. Yeah, like, and then you know, <laughs> listen, they, you know, when people are calling, you know, calling for the trilogy in MMA, and like, you know, I think we're just going to get the one and one, you know, that we got. And, Truthfully, you know, Alex should have looked at him and said, mm. "But the payday was too big." Yeah, because Alex I mean, could have looked at him and said, 3 oh, baby, I ain't really got nothing else to prove. You striked out, but the payday was so big, and he yeah. knocked and, his ass up. And you know, and hey, it is what it is, but um. But you know, all in all, take away, oh, just take bad. away from does it just take away from me? They got to give Izzy his props. Yeah, he uh, came back with you know the same game plan. It seems like because you know, and he just kind of you know had more time to execute, and you know the punches landed. You know, and like some people feel like you know, hey man, you know his, you know he got lucky, whatever you want to call it, man. You know, I don't it, call it luck when it you watch knockout. it. If someone punches like in and, and just like watching boxing and watch well 
boxing, MMA, striking in general, but it, but from the standpoint of watching boxing, if a dude punches at you and you're able to dodge it and he doesn't bring his hands back to protect himself. Like I didn't see a, uh, like a, a I'm, I'm throwing for the fences punch. I seen an overhand right connect. And yeah. I seen another overhand right. Well, if you, if you watch it slow down, like Perea swung and Izzy, Izzy yeah. was like lean back on it. Yeah. And then Perea didn't bring that shit back to protect himself. And Izzy said, oh. It's open again. Jams. <laughs> jams. And then knocked his ass out. So it was so, like, hey, like, you know, so, Perea learned a lesson that night. Yeah. And, you know, and afterwards, you know, they all, you know, shook hands. You know, these guys are, you know, warriors and they're competitors. And so, you know, they they have respect for one another. So, but, you know, shout out to these guys. To. Great, 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 say, great, great, great fight. Say, Great fight. Dave won a, a good bit of money, so, sh- so shout out to Dave. Yeah. I will say that, though. That is, that is why they have so much respect. Because after you after you lose the fight game, what else? Lied about playing, yeah, playing possum. possum. I didn't hear him. I didn't know what he said. He said he was playing possum. No, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. Oh, oh, like when he said, like he was trying to make it seem like Seemed like he wasn't like he wasn't yeah. really down. Oh no, Alice is fucking with yeah. him. He know Alice, but you can't say that as a professional fighter. What you gonna say? You gonna talk like that quarterback at the end? Yeah, he almost at the beginning. He had me. Yeah, he had me. Hey, ain't gonna lie. He had me in the first half. But, but I got his ass in the second. Now you can't do that in the fight game. You gotta just be like, no, nah, I whooped his ass. I don't think it would work though because you see the same thing over over three fights. Um, yeah. So it looked like it was a game plan that you know that failed to launch or failed to get you know executed for whatever reason, and I think that the game plan you know fell into place and he he executed and that was the end result. I don't think that it was luck. Um, not like the last fight where you know Izzy was dominating and then you know he got hit you know with some you know some swing for defensive shots with uh, Perea, but Perea yeah, had power. Perea had you know, touch him. Pray a big motherfucker. Sometimes yeah. I think when you like some be like, yeah, you, you throw the big shots. Like if you big like that, what the fuck you supposed to do? And if you Izzy, you fucking built like bigger me. So like you skinny as fuck. Knock that nigga out. Get out of there and don't go back in there with any more giants. And don't talk about John Jones, Izzy. Don't yeah, don't yeah, ever leave. in your life. Don't talk about John Jones ever ever in Just your life. Leave ever. John out of this. Leave thing. him alone. Because yeah, everything he that he told, everything he told that dude was the fucking truth. It was all fact. All right. John Jones is saying something. All right. So, uh, <laughs> he will take your soul. <laughs> go ahead and this, uh, this day in the sports. Uh, today, uh, this day in sports. Uh, so what you got for us, Russ? All right. You already know. Let me take a sip of my J-Mo. Ooh, you know what it is. Big 30. Brought to you by Jameson. All right. Nah, but you know what I'm talking about? So in, ni- in 1877, a guy named Fred Vahir created the first catcher's mask. Let me tell y'all about this real quick. Y'all, I wanted to give y'all, I wanted to get a little bit more in depth. I believe I've been giving y'all these today's in sports, and I haven't been giving you a little bit more essence, a little bit more seasoning to go with it. Was so, Fred that, actually a catcher? Uh, Fred was actually a catcher, uh, and he played for um, Harvard. So, what was so here's what baseball was before they had catcher's mask. It really was a part of the game where they knew for a fact. Well, first they tried to catch the pitches off the bounce, right? So it was all fastballs back then. So they catch it off the bounce and everything's hunky-dory. You know what I'm saying? Really, it's not because you be getting hit with the... Well, you get hit with the bat and shit. You know what I'm saying? And the niggas getting knocked out. Like, dudes was really getting knocked the fuck out playing baseball. And so what happened was 
they used to have like the guys catch it off the bounce and then pitchers developed and i think it was 18 it was a year before this, so 1876 like no joke in 1876 they developed the curveball could you imagine being the first guy a curveball was thrown at you probably was like what the fuck he's cheating <laughs> you cannot do that <laughs> i bet you they was ready to fight throw it down the middle what you doing <laughs> it's a simple game now nah, but um so in 1876 they were throwing curveballs and that made the catchers have to come even closer but then catchers really started getting knocked out because they was either getting hit by the pitch or they was getting hit by the bat and this is like i'm like me right now hat on back like this is how they was in that hole <laughs> ready for the pain and, then, and so it became it became a part of the game where regularly catchers would get knocked out and so this fred Vayer dude was like yo this ain't right you know what i'm saying he's like we can't this is not this is not smart so in harvard they developed uh they were watching fencing dude was like yo that's a pretty good idea they basically crafted a fencing mask to wear over their heads it developed into the bars like you see today and it greatly uh it actually stopped the guys getting knocked out. And it was a part of the game. Like, literally, the crowd would wait for a guy to get knocked out. And that was, like, a part of the game, like a hockey fight. They would like, oh, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Ah! And he would get up and they'd be like, yeah. Or he wouldn't get up and like, damn. You know what I'm saying? And so that was not safe, of course. And so as it developed on, we have the catcher's mask that we have today. But that you have, there you have it today in sports. We saved lives, literally. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine playing no game uh being a, a back uh, catcher without uh, that proper protection. Oh, Lord. You want to know another tidbit? What's up? Do you know in the beginning stages of baseball to get someone out, you had to hit them with the ball? Mm. Oh, yes. Same ball. Same ball. Same ball. Again, same ball. <laughs> but instead, I, of me throwing, instead of me throwing it at the guy. I tell you, you know right now, I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh, my <laughs> God. You, bro, people... I'm, as Chris, people died. I'm just gonna let you know that. So not only are you, is it like more challenging to get the runners out, but there's gonna be a lot more like errant Chris, throws that go out. So Chris, there's be a lot more scoring, a lot more shit happening. Chris, if someone if someone collides with a baseball and it hits you in the dome, do you know what's gonna happen? And that's what they were doing, by the way. It was hitting people in the head, and they were dying or getting or getting severely. I'm hit. laughing at the at the fact that died. I'm, I'm just saying, Literally, like the primitive nature of baseball was crazy. You had guys standing in the pocket while guys were throwing fastballs and curveballs, and they was getting hit by the bat and by the ball. Like, so the dude throws the pitch a little off, and you're like, "Oops, ah, ah, gone." You know, and then the next pitch, bang, back of the head, and then you go. So boring. They took all the excitement out of it. Oh wow. Yeah, that's they took the they took the the uh, the certain death out of that. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm running the second base, boogie, you throw that throw the ball and hit me in the ass. I'm coming to fight you. I mean, yeah. No, <laughs> what the fuck with you, bro? You can't throw no baseball at me, dog. <laughs> like that shit hurt. That shit would hurt like a mother. This ain't a tennis ball. This ain't a racquetball. You hit me with a baseball, bro. Oh no, we got no, to fight. If you added some dodgeball elements into baseball, it would make it so. Not much with the base, Chris. No, if I hit man. you with the baseball, you're going to pull a knife out. You're not throwing something. a baseball at my at no parts of my body while I'm trying to <laughs> go to first or something. And it's going to do damage. Oh, no. oh, well, I, I compromise with you guys. I'd let you be able to, after you get the first base safely, from then on, you're allowed to run with a baseball glove. And if you catch the ball, then, then like, I don't know, I get one less out in my inning. Chris, you would break the record for broken ribs okay. in the sport. What if because? 
somebody throws like a ninety mile pitch at your fucking kneecap. Have, like no man. Wait, that's not that's not, that's not what the shortstop's doing to the first baseman when he's have trying you, to throw you, you out. Not, okay, so let's imagine this. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve catch Jose Altuve catches a grounder. Instead of throwing it to first, he's throwing it at your chest. Okay. <laughs> no, but if you if you if you miss that shit's into the stands and I'm at third. Oh, we might as well play That's with guns. That's why you throw low. That's why you throw low at the ankle. <laughs> all right. And then, I'm over it, and it's going to be in the dugout. But if it hits your ankle, your ankle's done. You're out for the season because it's breaking. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, okay. It's uh, breaking. Now it's exciting. Now there's some stakes. <laughs> some stakes. Some skip. Ain't no stakes. Ain't no stakes. Ain't that's a <laughs> terrifying game. If you switch the ball, if you switch the ball and they play with, like, maybe a tennis ball or, like, a racquetball, but... You can, a, a baseball, a baseball is a weapon at some point. After you get after you get safely to first base, I'll give you. You're not you're not gonna get safely to first. The rest of the way around. Chris, you ever play wall ball? Racquetball. Wall wall ball. That sounds like racquetball. Wall ball. Y'all never play wall ball growing up. So wall ball is a game that consists of a guy having a tennis ball or whatever ball you can find. Hopefully, it's a tennis ball or a racquetball. And so what happens is he throws it at the ball as fast as at the, at the wall as hard as he can. As it comes back, someone's got to try to catch it. Now whoever tries to catch it, if you drop that motherfucker, you got to run to the wall. If we pick up the ball and throw it and hit the wall before you get to the wall, you must stand at the wall like a suicide squad while we throw the ball at you. But you're standing like facing the wall, like you can't see the ball getting thrown at you. Never play wall ball. This sounds. This sounds like your specific hood game. You that's something you got no, made up. I didn't grow. I grew up in the Braves. This is a ba- this is a white dude okay, baseball game. All right. This sounds like I, 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 this is a white dude baseball game. So I didn't make up our own games too, but that definitely sounds like a neighborhood specific game. <laughs> no, it's called other things too, and it's played in it's played in different ways. But the basic concept is, if you don't catch it, you're gonna get a ball thrown at you while you're just up against the wall. Yeah, California. I played high ball like. Highball, but that was mostly like uh I guess we just different ball. in the South. I mean, like, we played we played stickball with a broomstick and a tennis yeah, ball. That's, like, that's, no, that's, like, there was no there was no bats okay. involved in this. Okay, this, okay. this game was about pain. So there, there was okay. no, it was about agility, speed, so, and pain. So let me let me let me go ahead and uh it was a, a boogie. It was a crossball? All right, no, no, let, let me go with high ball. I would never so, want to. So high ball was this. This is how we play high ball. So high ball was um you take the ball, you throw it up in the air, the ball bounces, whoever picks it up, they're the ball carrier. Now everybody has to converge on this guy and tackle him. Now oh, Smith, the, uh, um, throw up tackle? Yeah, you, don't say that. Don't say uh, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't throw up tackle? Throw up tackle? Yeah, we, 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 I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. say it. Yeah, but I was about to. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know because that's what it was called. But we just okay. going to call it throw up tackle. We called it high ball because they will toss the ball high in the air and wherever it bounces, somebody will get underneath it and catch it and run. And the objective with them was to run. I mean, you, it could be one v ten or one v seven or one v five or whatever. Throw the tackle. Case. Yeah, and you had to tackle them. And then wherever you stop is where that you game go. got nasty. Yeah, you found out real quick who were the hitters and who were the dudes yes. agility and who yes. didn't belong out there. Yes, because sometimes someone would pick up that ball and then you find out who was scared. My God, if it hit me. Oh, you don't. <laughs> Oh yeah, nah. I know you know throw up tacklers, and I know you know the real name of it. Yeah, so but yeah, yeah man. Oh man. That, that 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 was kind of like our our yard ball uh a choice. Y'all play jackpot? 
Now we didn't play jackpot. Y'all didn't play jackpot. Was I guess because I'm tall. Chris, did y'all have a game called jackpot with the football back in the day? No, we had funny fumble. So we that sounds like throw up tackle too. So like basically we had we had like you would say you would say like a a jackpot. You know what I'm saying? So like five thousand is like the max you're trying to get to. And so you have one guy throw the ball basically straight up and down, but it was a, it was a hookah hookah moss hookah. I grew up around a lot of tall people, but yeah, I think I grew up around. So we played a moss game. I, and now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, damn, we had like a bunch of six two and up guys. So we played a moss game where it's called jackpot, where basically you have a max number of like five thousand. And so one guy would play quarterback, and he would just throw the ball as high as he can and yell a number. So he'd be like one thousand and throw it as high as he can. Whoever caught it got one thousand. You know what I'm saying? Or you come sometimes you throw it up, like you throw it up and like you can wait. And like as it's going up, you wait, 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 wait. And the dude get ready to catch it. Five. And then catch it. Damn, I don't know five points. And you mystery box. Throw it up that mystery box was the truth. Everybody, mystery box. And you used to have a bunch of tall, a bunch of people. Sometimes one tall. We had some short dudes that would be getting up, looking like Zay Flowers. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to get that. But yeah, we called it a uh, jackpot. All right. I can't believe I never played jackpot. Jackpot was a shit. You've never held a lacrosse ball? Never, I've never held, I've never done anything that has to be anything with lacrosse. Have you ever held a, a hockey puck? Yes, once a lacrosse ball is basically the same hard texture of a of a puck, but in a in a shape of a ball. And I'm then good you on got that. them, then you got them freaking lacrosse sticks, and you can get that thing flying way faster than you can. That's why I said I'm a slap shot. That's why I said I'm gone. I'm good because I've, I've I had like a real hockey puck from when the, when the Rangers won. They like. Gave this memorabilia away, and they gave everybody like a real hockey puck that they use in the NHL. And I used to always think, like, now I wonder when people get hit with this, they stop. I was like, because that thing is like, it it looks like it may just look like a Klondike bar, but no, it weighs. It weighs like oh, yeah. what? That's heavy as shit. Like three or four pounds. It's heavy as shit. Thick, dense. So yeah, if a lacrosse ball is built like that, I'm not ready for that. Did y'all ever play a game called interception? They only wear shoulder pads, so they get hit in the thighs with them things all the time, blocking shots and, and getting in, in between uh, the shots. And, and so if they can get hit with a ball in the thigh, whipped out of a freaking lacrosse stick, then some dude running from first to second can take a baseball to the No, nah, man, we're not, not getting into that, man. No, we're not no, going no, to We're going to move on now. <laughs> Now, we're Sean, not going to go down this if, shit. If no. Sean Otani hits someone with a baseball, he's going to jail for murder. Yeah, no. You let Justin Verlander throw a goddamn uh, line drive at me? Nah, brother. He's not throwing it faster than he could throw it with a, no. with a lacrosse. Open chest was a... Ooh! Hey, was B-Spike basically letter B? Where if you said yeah. anything with the letter B, you got punched in the chest? Let me, let me tell you something hey, about B-Spike. Let me tell you something man, about B-Spike. we called it letter B. Now, nah, B-Spike, this, this so... Wob C, Wob C, Dale, Wob A. We call B. B Spike is cold though. So whenever, whenever B Spike will be in play, and the thing is that you know how if, for the uninitiated, you had to get locked in and locked out. So you got locked in, you are automatically playing, and some somebody had to lock you out. And people were some hoe ass niggas, they never locked you out. So imagine a scenario: you're in class, you know, because most of the time you were playing, you were in school during school hours. And you get hit up by a teacher to read a passage out loud. And now you got to read a set of oh. paragraphs, but trying to avoid the B words because you got people in your class that know and they're looking at you like, okay, yeah, you're going to go. Y'all are some savage. Yeah, we used to read ahead and be like, oh, yeah, 
Motherfucking uh uh, uh the Byzantine <laughs> yeah, Empire. Yeah. yeah, Byzantine Empire, yeah. Y'all wanna see how you're gonna be spike your way out of there. <laughs> so <laughs> so what I used to do was I would unashamed like no shame. I would just be like, Yeah, you know, the Byzantine Spike Empire <laughs> that belongs spike to the, you know, whatever, you know, dynasty and blah blah kids, blah, blah. Kids blah. need those games growing up. Yeah, man. I think it, they do it it those characters. It teaches you it how teach to you think. Open chest. Open chest yeah. was an experience. Yes. It was because I was the dumbass nigga that forgot. Like, yeah, I remember first period, second period, third period. What about fifth period? We had like seven in middle school. We played this a lot in middle school. We had like seven. What about you know what I'm saying? We uh, we we used to make the the younger brothers in the neighborhood run Omaha drills with no pads in the backyard, getting six and seven year olds laying helmet to well head to head with the football. You may you may not want to say this because you probably you probably contributed to somebody's CTE. Wait 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 wait! You never never heard of apple slap? Apple slap was the CTE game. So. Apple Slap was a game that was popular, I guess, you know, maybe here. But basically, whenever you stand up and before you sit down, you must rub the back of your head. And it's basically to say that you're safe. Now, <laughs> like I said, people prey on you within school. Like, you know, hey, man, some motherfuckers. Hey, middle school was a war zone. Most Dude, of these are middle school you games. You could not do anything. Middle school was the jungle. Bro, <laughs> the motherfucking jungle. I've seen so many fight start off apple slap and the boys was in the right you go ahead you sit down on the bus you know uh going home and if you don't rub your head guess what Jacob, you're getting slapped upside your head and oh we called it neck yeah neck. We, okay, but, so. but it wasn't but it wasn't no y'all had no, like we a see it was it was just a known and thing that and the ball fade was a very popular hairstyle in houston so bro when you get a nigga with a, a lot of skin, it was a lot of skin it was fresh well, we used to play. That's how it sounds. But it was, but it was understood that if you do that to somebody, you're probably gonna have to fight. Yeah, you know, no, no. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, hey. Eight percent of the time, unless it's your brother, best friend, or someone you really kick it with. Real good sport, like yeah. Uh, if you're a real good sport, yeah. If you real, but most of the time, nah, nah ain't no good sports because when you get, whoo, when someone gets you in that where the hair meet the skin. Part of your neck? Look, mm. I seen a motherfucker <laughs> smack a dude upside the head, and he said, man, you better rub some more enthusiasm. Mm. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, sir. Oh, no, oh boy. You. Middle school no, games. Yes. So, so there you go. You need it, though. You can't need it. There you go. <laughs> your hood games. <laughs> your, your hood sport games that we used to play back in the day. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our NFL draft. We're going to do uh, some – Pro uh, NFL comparisons. Uh, so this is how we're going to do it. I know my boy Russ got uh, three from his board, but I will throw um, another three names from the first round to see. Uh, Just let's do yours first. I want to. I want to test myself randomly live because you know this sports suit you be doing it live. Ain't no. Let's go. Give me the ones okay, so, you got. So this is one I'm gonna start with. Since you're a wide receiver guy, I'm gonna go with uh, Jordan Addison from USC. Projected first round. Uh, Projected to go in the first round. So, uh, what player comparisons do you have uh, for Jordan Addison? Can I look up his height and weight? That's all I need to look up. Uh, so they have him listed here at uh, five. I think it's five eleven. Yeah, five eleven. Uh, one. I think he's light. One seventy three. I'm not sure how accurate okay. that is. You want old school or new school? 
whoever brother you got, whoever, wh wh whatever is telling you, and I'm going to tell you who this uh, particular. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel? Yeah. All right, so this person had him, his pro, uh, his pro comp as Isaac Bruce. Do you agree? No. Okay. But it but that's not to call him sorry. I think he's faster than that. That's why I said Curtis Samuel. He's not as shifty as Curtis Samuel, but he route he runs routes at a shifty pace. Maybe not Curtis. Yeah, I'm he's not as fast, but I'm gonna go Curtis Samuel. Because he's got he's yeah, he's just not as fast. A slower curse. And see, those are the pro, pro comps I like whenever people... There's, a, there's another guy. There's another... It's going to pop into my head. There's another guy that's going to pop into my head. But right now, I'm just going to say he's like a he's like a slower Curtis Samuel. Yeah, and those, like, those, those are I'm the, mad at myself, though. But see, those are more the accurate uh, pro comps that I like. You know, I've seen people, you know, describe some players like a shorter Deshaun Watson or athletic Mercedes Lewis. Wait, how tall? Uh, who? Um, I think they got him listed at 5'11". T.Y. Hilton. T.Y.? T.Y. Hilton. Hmm. I see him. Oh, a hurricane with the GML, uh, the GML plug. All right. Uh, so T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, okay. You wouldn't say like uh, Zay Flowers, more like a T.Y.? Uh, I have Zay Flowers. He's one of my randoms. And I have him someone else. That's okay. A little bit better than that. I think he's a little bit better than that. And I think my comparison, I heard the T.Y. Hilton comparison, and I was like, <clears throat> no shade on T.Y., but he's more explosive. Now, if you look at Jordan Addison, what made me say T.Y. was because if you watch his film, he's really good at running routes. He's really good in the system. Not to say T.Y. is a system guy. I'm saying he's really good. Like, he'll learn it, and he'll be able to do his job at a higher rate. And that's one thing about Jordan Addison that, like, kind of freaks me out, but I kind of like about him. Like, he'll do his job, but also he's not just going to go out there and just do anything and get open. Like, you got to give him a job to do, and then in the job that he does, your offense has to be good enough to get him open. So, like, that, that's that's how I feel about him. But I do like him. I just – I just people often hear me say he kind of scares me because I'm afraid an NFL team is going to draft him and expect him to do way too much. All right. Well, um – but uh, let's let's go uh, get with uh, Zay Flowers. Uh, so Zay Flowers comes in at uh, was it five nine uh, one eighty two? I think they, they gave have, they gave five, him five ten, ten. ten. They gave him five, five ten. ten. So I'm that, that was that's when you have him. He was one of my randoms for real. So he yeah. was one of my randoms. So that's cool. So I got two. One for the old school people in the room. Chris Chambers from the Dolphins back in the day. Yeah, um, if people need someone for the new school, um, a little bit. You know, not new school, but a little bit soon. Uh, I would go Emmanuel Sanders. He reminds me a lot of Emmanuel Sanders because him and Emmanuel Sanders have this unique ability with their explosion to look faster out of their breaks than they do when they're running straight lines. Um, so, like, they're very shifty, very, very, very explosive. Um, so, I, that's, those are the two. But yeah, give me, give me, for those who don't know who Chris Chambers is, give me Emmanuel Sanders, uh, a smaller dude. That can make all the catches. I mean, even Emmanuel Sanders, when you watch him, they lace up at five ten, but they play at about like six one. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I remember the uh, Chris Chambers uh, from back in the day. Whenever uh, I used to Chris watch Chambers was a dog. Yeah, no, back in the day, whenever uh, they had uh, Ricky, uh, it was Ricky Williams. Uh, who else they had uh, out there? Wide receiver. 
Uh, I, I forget no, the other anyway. receiver, but I, I remember that Sam Madison and Pastor Tang. Yeah, them boys uh, were crazy and, and, on defense. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, Zach, was, where was it? Zach Thomas and um, uh, Jason. Uh, yeah, Jason Taylor. Yeah. Shout out to Joy Taylor. I always have Joy. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go with uh, uh, a tight end. Uh, the tight end uh, for Notre Dame, uh, Michael Mayer. Um, sitting there, that six foot four, I think is um, two, a little bit under two fifty. Okay, okay, okay. Six foot four, two fifty. Um, uh, people would want him to be George Kittle. That's his build. Um, but he plays. He plays a little bit more aggressive than that. Like he's. This is. I don't know if I want to give him. I don't know if I want to give him this. Like, but he does have this kind of game. Like, I don't think he's. Deep, I don't have his. I don't have his athleticism off the charts. Gates, bro. Gates. And like, a lot of people, a lot of people be tripping and be like, like they always try to do like a white player. No, like if you watch Mayer, like I don't know if he can jump as high as Antonio Gates, but if you watch him, the dude is is a is an athletic freak that can get open. He makes moves, but I mean, but hey, you know, I'm just, right, so, I'm just, I'm just a guy doing it at random. You know what I'm saying? But I do see some of that in him. But he's not. I mean, honestly, he's not as slender. But like his game style. Like remember Antonio Gates was a dog. Yeah. Like he was a dog out there. Like he he played tight end like a power forward. And when you watch Meyer play, he's got that in him, and a little bit more. But that's what I got. Yeah, because Gates will always go in the red zone and kind of use his body to you know uh, block you off of the pass. And I think that's what Mayer is going to be doing a lot of in the NFL. And uh, but uh, they gave uh, interestingly they gave Mayer the player uh, comparison as uh, Jason Witten. So do you? I don't see. No, I, the kid from Utah, I see more of as, as a Jason Witten type because the as a Cowboys fan and someone that's watched Jason Witten for years, the key component that I see in Jason Witten is the fact that he had the ability to get open on his routes. Like he he wasn't out like, and then he he slowed down extremely after he did so. And when you watch the kid from Utah, that's what they do. Mayor, he's more beastie, like Gates, Gronkish. Um, I'm forgetting. I'm it's someone I'm forgetting, but th- there's another tight end I'm forgetting. Who had a really good career? Uh, he played for he played for um, he played for y'all, the Texans. Owen Daniels. Yes. Yeah, Owen Daniels was a little yes. short. He's like six two. He's a little shorter, but it's the same type of it's the same type of gameplay style. But yeah, that's that's another one. Uh, I think you're talking about uh, the the tight end from Utah is a uh, Dalton Kincaid, I believe. That's yeah, right. he's got some wind in him because he's he's fast on his routes. But he slows down immediately afterwards. I, ironically, they have him. Uh, his player comp is Todd Heap, and I, I mean, that's a little blast from the past. But Todd Heap was a was a yeah. Witten yeah. baby. He, he was Witten before Witten. I'll say was it before. I, thought, I think it was a year before. before. I think he came before. There, it was close. His, it was close. His, his career was shorter than Witten's. I definitely because he was like two thousand two or two thousand one, and Witten yeah, was like think, what two thousand three. Yeah, I think he came right before Witten. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But yeah, they're the same. It's the same archetype. Yeah. So like, fuck a fuck with it. What's your name? Yeah. You got another one? Are you ready for? I only got one other. So, okay. but you so, can give so, me another one. All right. So let's go ahead and um, let's get. Mine's uh, gonna trip people out. But go ahead. All right. So uh, let's go with uh Miles Murphy. 
um, from uh, Clemson, edge guy. Um, I kind of looking at this kid because, you know, this might be a possibility where uh, the Saints might, you know, try to get, you know, someone on their line or at the edge. So I was kind of looking to see what you might think of Miles Murphy out of Clemson. I think his uh, stats are he is an edge from – he's like 6'4", 6'5", 268", You want a you want a superstar comparison or do you want a – I want a realistic <laughs> comparison. Marcus Spears. Marcus Spears. He's going to do his job for the entire time he's on his team. He may not be the best overall guy. But he is going to do his job the entire time on the left left end. Is it left end? Uh, uh they don't have him listed here. Just, just have him listed edge. But I think he's gonna. I think he he did play off the left. Yeah. So I think I think he's a left. I think I saw him off the left end. But yeah, I got a Marcus Spears type. He's gonna do his job. He's big, so like he's gonna be able to get to the quarterback at times. But he's gonna be able to plug up gaps for the Saints. That's not that's not bad. Not bad, um, but I think uh, there's real. I think there's real value in drafting a guy that's going to play for your team for seven, for six, seven years, and is going to be good at his position. And this I is a bonus. This, this so, is just an extra one. And since I've been high on this guy since the you know the beginning of the draft, Hendon Hooker. Who do you compare him to, as far as a pro pro uh, comparison? I'm saying one more time, Hendon Hooker. I've been known to say tall, tall Russell Wilson. Um, but to be completely honest, it reminds me a lot of Dak. It reminds me a lot of Dak Prescott. Um, like you know me, I'm I'm not anti Dak, but I'm I'm pro Lamar Jackson, as I've always said. But no, um, no, because before Dak had his problems with interceptions, which has been recent, and there's a lot of ramblings and rumblings about why. Um he was a very accurate quarterback. He didn't he didn't throw a lot of picks. And when you watch Hendon Hooker play, big ooh, excuse me, big frame, mobile, can throw the deep ball very, very well. Dak actually throws a very good deep ball when he has time and he can throw it. Only thing I will say about Hendon Hooker, which made me I called him tall Russell Wilson, because he's the only quarterback I've seen since Russell Wilson that can throw that moon ball type pass. So like I, I really think he plays like Russell Wilson, but he's not he's not small. Right. He's big. But he moves, he runs, and when he decides to launch a deep ball, it goes up and over. And drops right in the bucket. And I and I haven't seen the bucket. And he's he's accurate as hell. I love him to hook that. If if your team needs a quarterback and you got him, like I love him. I think he's gonna be a star in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've been been kind of kind of uh, looking at him um been been looking at uh, been looking at the scouts ever since uh we, we kind of start talking about him on the show I was like well you know that wouldn't be a, a bad for the old heads I mean for the old heads I'm not really gonna say how his career is gonna turn it out but for the old heads he look kind of like Jeff Blake too yeah Jeff that's Blake. not just that's not just because he's black what yeah I mean Jeff dude. Blake. Yeah, Jeff Blake wasn't bad, man. Whenever he uh, he just Jeff Blake was cold. He yeah. just played for the not, shitty Bengals. Yeah, well, no, not even the Bengals. He played, you know, he had that year with the Saints. Uh, oh, he did. He had that time with the Saints, but then you know that's how Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Brooks Aaron came Brooks. out. Uh, because my nigga, injured. my nigga. Yeah. Hey, I'm an Aaron Brooks fan. Yeah, man, I still got his jersey in my, in my closet. No, no, no. I, um, 
And Dale, yes, Dak did have a solid running game and an offensive line and throws were more open. But to that, I'm just like, that's what it should be. To any NFL team, that's what you should be making. Um, I'm not really I, – I, grading a guy on what he does when, when his back's against the wall and the shit hits the fan, some guys got it, some guys don't. Um, I'm trying to see a person that can be consistent. <laughs> so if I drop a play and everybody does their job, can you do your job? Because there's a lot of guys that can't. And I think that's all what you got to do in the league, man, is just producing. And, you know, that's that's the big thing. It's just, hey. You got another one? Uh, actually, no, uh, I don't. Uh, I got one more. Okay, so here's my last one. It's crazy. Like I said, I got all these at random. I put in a number associated with a big board number, and I scanned it. And the last one that came in, I don't remember the number, but I do remember the player. It's C.J. Stroud. You know what I gave C.J. Stroud? I looked up and I said I saw the heart. He's a guy that everybody talks about. He played with other good players. He was able to do his job. He's really good in the park pocket. He's sneaky athletic, and he's deadly accurate. I'm going to go back to the 90s. Strikeman. Hmm. And there you have it. Okay. Some people are going to call me crazy and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. C.J. Stroud. Strikeman. I give him more athletic Troy. No, no, no. See, that's what people don't know. If you go look at Troy when he played for Oklahoma, he was an option quarterback. Yeah, no. Troy had it in him. Troy had wheels. So, but see, the thing is, is Troy ended his career was getting busted up, yeah. all that type of shit. But Troy had wheels. He was athletic. C.J. Stroud is that. You don't want to see C.J. Stroud running around trying to do options and shit. No. Like, you don't. But if you try to chase C.J. Stroud down, he's going to get away from you. Troy was going to get away from people in his heyday. You know what I'm saying? Troy was – and really what gets me too is the fact that when you look at both of them, they're two guys that are deadly from the pocket, but they don't make mistakes. C.J. Stroud won't fuck it up. If you have a good receiver, a good running back, a good line, he's not going to mess it up. Yeah, Oklahoma. Thank Florida. you, Dale. Yeah. Dale, you know. Yeah. Hey, White Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, on the subject of uh, quarterbacks, uh, we used to talk about CJ Stroud, but let's go to the next subject. Uh, uh, another quarterback in this class, Bryce Young, has been now has emerged as the favorite to go number one overall in the NFL draft, the upcoming NFL draft. Now, um, I agree. I, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I always felt that he, he, he was the better one, but I wanted him to fall to the Texans, uh, which basically goes back to what I was saying about Lovey Smith. Like him trying to win that last game is was just like an insult to the Texans. I, if if I was goddamn Cal McNair, I would have fired him before he even made it to the goddamn locker room. And that's just me. And I've been sitting there trying to tell people this shit, and they were like, "Nah, man, you know, Lovey, this, nah, fuck that." He cost us the number one overall pick. Now we're sitting there. We we at the mercy of another team. But no. y'all are gonna y'all are going no y'all are going to get. I believe that CJ is going to be a good quarterback. I do so, too. But I just so feel like, better if that we had the, the the if we were in the position to take whoever and we yeah I, the, you know, yeah your your yeah. pick and like yes. you get to pick my pick not what you didn't pick because because there won't be any what ifs and shit like that because yeah. Like, say, for instance, if we do 
happens because we don't know what the Texans are going to do. Like, you know, they're they're saying that it might be Will Anderson at two and they, they might go with uh, somebody else at 12. Now, if they go Hendon Hooker at 12, I'm okay with that. You won't hear me complain. You know, I won't say shit. But, you know, just to see that, you know, look, you might pass up on, you know, uh, Bryce Young and he goes and sets it on fire in Carolina or C.J. Stroud. I would just feel better if you were still in the position that we controlled our own destiny. Just like where, you, like I said, like you're making your, yeah. it's your pick. Yes. You're making the pick for you. So now I feel that. I, I mean, I, I would say this though. I don't think I, I, I really, and I'm, and it's gonna be like, damn, Russ, you're uber positive. I don't think either of these four guys. Depending on what the team does around them, will be bad. Um, but I think I think Willie Jeans or Mayo Drip. I think I think Willie Jeans will be pretty good too. So, like, but I but I do think that the Texans should pick whoever does not get picked number one. But if Bryce Young gets picked, because I I mean I think Bryce Young is it could be the next like Drew Brees type. Like he like a lot of comparisons are like he's the next Steph Curry because. Like a, a football, just because of simple fact, if you watch him, you watch them, Boogie. I've watched them. Those out there watching the program, y'all have watched them. The kid is fucking good at football, bro. Like he's good at quarterback. Like you're, as far as playing the position, none of these guys are as good as Bryce Young. Playing the quarterback position, he is better than everybody, hands down, at playing it. No matter what angle you want to put it at. He's better than all these guys, but he's 5'10", 5'9". And, and, and slender. Yeah. And, you know, that's the, the concern. It's a new yeah. league. It's yeah. a new league, and it's a new league. You know what I'm saying? There's not, it's not as rough as it used to be. And I do believe that if you I, – I believe in a saying. Like, I used to always say when I was on the court when I was doing something, a big person was trying to tackle me or try to, like, fucking be rough. Like, how did you get away from that? I would always say, I've been skinny all my life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, unlike you who sees the, the size, like, I know how to protect myself. So, Bryce has been this slender, small guy his whole life and has been able to survive at every level. So, there's something to – he's not just all of a, all of a sudden going to fucking forget how to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not all of a sudden just going to get to the NFL and be like, oh, my God. Like, it, that's, like people act like he's just going to get to the NFL and be like, Oh my God! These guys are like not the guys I've played against in the SEC for years. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I really do think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna light it up. But I don't have a I don't have a bad feeling about any of these quarterbacks. This is gonna be a really good quarterback for them. So draft comes up. Uh, draft starts what is uh, the 24th? Is it? Ooh, I'm not sure. I, I just know that we got to do the uh, mock draft. We got to do the mock draft next week. Um, I'll be ready. Yeah, so we'll 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 have our mock draft show next week. Uh, so we'll if we got to go through there, you know, if we have to do every team or you know which probably I got we'll, we'll, I got a guy for this. I got a guy for the Steelers. Okay, so, good. So I'll let you know. I got a guy. All right, so I'll I'll find a guy. I'm pretty sure we can find a guy from the Texans uh, that can take the Texans picks, and uh, we'll just rotate and we'll come up with. But that will be next week, and we'll do the show. Uh, that will be you know pretty much you know our our our. our special uh, edition for our show okay so uh let's go over to the nfl uh very uh just one topic we're touching on uh obj uh 
finally found a team. Uh, he signs with the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and I'd only paid April twenty seventh. My bad, I just had to April twenty seventh. Okay, yeah. Uh, I only made this uh, the one op- uh, the one topic because sometimes whenever we put uh, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson on here, uh, things go a little uh, a little haywire. So <laughs> see, uh, I see Chris pop back up. Yeah, he came back in. So uh, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Yes, no, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know you do. So what are uh, you thinking about? <laughs> so let, let's go ahead and just get to it. Uh, I think he's a one year, uh, one year deal for eighteen million. Uh, it look is looking like that Lamar Jackson and OBJ are looking forward to playing with one another. No contract resolution uh, in sight for uh, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Uh, I guess time will tell and play will tell uh, with that. But I guess it's safe to say this year he's uh, in, <laughs> I guess, this, this season. Okay. Okay. So, yes. It looks like why would you do that in, in, if Lamar was going to stay? Right. But the little piece of me. It's like, man, this kind of feels like when the dude knows he's going to lose her and buys her a gift. Like, oh, you bought me a car. I'm going to drive it to my new apartment because we're still breaking up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's kind of like, it, it kind of feels like that to me because I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. No one really knows. You know what I'm saying? But I hope that the Ravens, it, it, it should make perfect sense. Like, I heard. Someone on TV yelling, like, it makes, why would you sign him? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Why would the dude go buy the girl the ring and the flowers and all this stuff after he knows she's going to leave trying to get her back after he did wrong? Oh, I cheated on you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, here's some flowers and, you know what I'm saying? Here's here's some jewelry. That makes sense from the Ravens' perspective, but why does OBJ sign that contract? Chris, it's fucking fifteen million dollars guaranteed. Why not? Your ACL is torn. Your your ACL just tore for the second time in your career. Yeah, it and clearly you... seems like that's the like the best offer he was gonna get from anybody. So clearly it's oh, it was, Chris, oh, I, I, so I like it's more about money to him all the t- all along. It was Chris, just who's gonna give him the highest offer? Not I want to go somewhere to win. Chris, I just want the Chris, highest offer. Which Chris, I'm gonna ask you I'm, I'm gonna ask you an honest question. I'm gonna ask you an honest question. If your ACL torn two times. And you already won your Super Bowl ring. What else would it be about? Then just say that's what it's about. You can't because then they're not going to pay you. What yes, is it? Yes, yes, come on. No, they're not. No, Chris. Let, no, Chris. Chris. I, you have I to go be back honest, to the Chris. 90. Wide receivers are always divas and they always ask to be paid. If he came out no. and was honest, I'm going to the highest bidder. Some shitty team would came along no. and gave him $15 million, which is exactly no, what No, no, no. But are the Ravens a shitty team? Yes. They're not a shitty team. Even if they don't have Lamar Jackson, they're not a shitty team. They're just not a Super Bowl contender. They, they, number two. Number two. They also ran in any any playoff okay. scenario for the next 10 years. All right. In your opinion. So, and, and so. And in results. Along, okay. That, along with that, you can, you can have that. Whatever. But you're sitting here telling me. See? I'm going to ask you. You. Yes, so Chris. Can, for, can can for sure, yes. No, no. The Ravens are slapped. But Chris. I'm gonna ask you if you are in Odell Beckham situation, you don't put your because a lot of times Absolutely. you like to put yourself the most money. Thank you. But as, listen, 
They, he flirted. He flirted with the Cowboys and he flirted with the Bills. And, and we led, offered him five million dollars, I think. And and he led everybody to believe he wanted to go somewhere with a great quarterback that was in a winning situation. Not uh, who's going to offer me the most money. That and if fine, just say so. Chris, okay, Chris, Chris, let me ask you a question. So, let's say that you have people saying that about you, right? And you and you're trying to keep yourself in a good PR situation. And you're like. I want to get the most money that I can, but I know if I let that be known, people are going to be hating on me and talking shit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to luckily, no matter what, I'm going to latch myself to the Ravens because it's the best of both worlds. If I'm Odell, y'all didn't get the quarterback. Y'all told me y'all was going to get the quarterback and paid me 15 million, possible 18. If y'all don't get the quarterback, that shit ain't on me. Odell is in the best place he can be. It's not on him. So the best case he's scenario, already won his ring. Best case scenario is a bitter jaded Lamar Jackson or freaking Huntley. Ooh, that sounds like a great season he's got ahead of him. I don't think I I think okay, let me put it this way. I think he cares. So I think that that Odell is like, I hope Lamar comes back and I hope Lamar plays. But deep down, all of us would agree, and those watching. If he doesn't, I got $15 million guaranteed, and I tore my ACL twice. I'm on my way out. I, I'm, Yeah, I'm winning on this one. Point blank, period. Some decisions have to be made after all the ego shit. Like, this ain't a dick measuring contest. Like, you already know you can slay them. So, like, you don't got to have a measuring contest. He's like $15 million. I'm going to take that. If y'all don't have Lamar, that's on y'all. The check's still going to cash for me, and I'm still going to try to get open. Yeah. So oh, from Odell's perspective, it's about the only one that makes sense. And I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I, you're I, right I, up there. I, I think I think it would have been a, a lot more respected, especially by the fan bases of some of the teams that he flirted with, if he would have just said, I'm going to the highest bidder. And then, and then everybody could have. could have. What is free agency, whatever. though? What is free agency? But. There's different. Listen, man, you play. No, 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 there's, no, no, there's no. You can't do that. You can't, no, you can't talk about factors and all this shit. What is free agency? What is it? What is it? I'm going to the highest bidder. The shit no, is understood. No, no, yes, it is. It's an opportunity for you to pick the best situation. No, no, Chris, Chris. You let me. Let me. There isn't guys that haven't taken Chris. less money to go into a better situation than they could have got somewhere else. That that happens. And all you know the what they do? You know what they do? They look at it and they say, okay, the highest bidder is the worst team in the league. The next highest bidder been overpaid for the, free agents for decades. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about Buffalo. I'm just saying that free agency is I'm going to go on the market with the expectation that I'm going to get the most that I can for me. Now, when I find out that I cannot get the most and win, then I will start making good decisions after that. But you're not finna tell me that free agency ain't about how much I'm gonna make. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's not free agency is about. Otherwise, why would you go? Oh, I'm just gonna see what other jersey I can wear. No, you're trying to see the money. Who's gonna pay me the most money for my talent? But it's not the only factor, especially I didn't say it was the only factor. I said it is I didn't say the only factor. I said it is the factor. Number one, numero uno. What is free agency about? Trying saying, to get you know, my paper. You know who looks like a jackass in all of this? If, the Ravens. Uh, no, Von Miller. 
Oh. It always comes back to the Bills. But go ahead. Von, Von Miller, since like week four, is all over Twitter and on record, on his podcast, everywhere saying, done deal. Odell's coming to Buffalo. I, t- I promise you guys it's happening. It's but you don't happen. want Odell. I'm I'm I actually would be there's a lot of other guys I'd rather have at 15 million a year if that's what that's what I, but that's what we're talking about though Chris I'd rather, go about... For, I'd rather go for one of the better receivers which is what I hope they're moving up for um a, a younger guy that can play with Allen for many years but, but like, I, but, I was but, but a hired gun but not at that price but I'm saying but that's the price that he wanted you know what I'm saying and he was negotiating so if I'm Lamar, gonna... I'm even more pissed off. Like you guys can't give me my fucking money, but but you just throw 15 up for now a that, wide receiver. See, now that I can agree with Chris, because I was thinking that as well when I saw it. I was like, so the way that you guys are gonna get me back from lowballing me is to overpay a guy with yeah. two ACL injuries. So like, no, I agree with that. I think the like when you said the dumbest person is, I think it's the Ravens. The Ravens really look like a guy out there that's doing everything. You never know when the guy's like, why can't I get it right? And the chick's like, you're doing it right now. Like the Ravens, you're doing it right now. Like this is how you lose her. This is how you lose them. Like this is how you do it. Like because you're doing all the wrong things. Like you're doing everything except for giving Lamar Jackson $200 million guaranteed and building the team around him the way he sees it. Now if they somehow figure it out, hey. It's oh, whatever. Man. But if I'm Lamar, I'm not signing that tender. And none of y'all would either. Chris, you don't even think Lamar Jackson's that good, and you wouldn't sign that shit. Well, here's here's another side of the Would equation. you sign the shit? Would this, you sign it, it if you're Lamar? W- sign what? The free the free agency tag. Would you sign it for you Lamar if you're Lamar? I mean if I'm you're a, Lamar, not like well, not not well, Chris, not Chris the Bills fan, but if you're Lamar Jackson and you're him. Would so you the, sign only, that the only way I can put myself into his mindset is to tell you what I would do if I said the things that he said. And the man has, has tried to put it out there. These, this is a big principle thing for him. He feels disrespected, all this, that, and the other thing. So I, I feel like if you just tuck tail and you come back to this team and, and play quarterback for them, bitter, angry, and resentful, you're just undermining yourself and all your value. You wouldn't go back. You wouldn't I, go back either. No, I, I, no. Okay, I, I, but we agree. We know we agree. I don't think he. But but the same thing you said though. I agree with that though. Like after all of you said, all the Instagram posts, everything, Lamar, you can't you can't put on purple and black no more. Like, yeah, you can't. Like that's that shit done. Draw a line. <laughs> not, 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 but, but whatever happens. But Odell's and this is what I also think. I think people are overlooking is like if you're Odell Beckham and Lamar Jackson does say, "Man, fuck these guys and deal." Odell is not going to cry and say, oh, y'all did me dirty. He's going to go take $15 million and walk to the bank. The check's going to cash. And it's not just like it's only about the checks. He's still going to do his job. He's still going to try to be a top receiver. But he's not going to sit there like, boo-hoo. He won his ring. I mean, like, here, Odell is certified. He's, here, he's good. Here, Here's another way. If you're a super jaded Odell and you know you're kind of washed up, um, other than the 15 mil being the largest amount of money, whether Lamar's there or not there, you know that, that for the short term, this offense is still oriented around an extremely run-heavy attack. Yeah. So there's a lot less pressure on you. There's going to be a lot less wear and tear on you. There's a lot less freaking hits you're going to take, and you're getting the most money there. Hmm. Yeah, I mean. They're going to ask you to play block and go deep on play action. If I don't give a shit about winning, everything about – the I'm not going to go that far and say I don't give a shit about winning. I'm just going to say 
if it was me and someone was like, I'm going to offer you more than I think all of us would agree two times with anybody would pay him. Because at the most, I think all of us is looking at, at the most, eight, nine million for him. Right? Yeah, I would have I thought that was high. You too. know what I'm saying? So he got double what most of us was thinking. And I love Odell. But like you I got really just, I just really but... wanted him for a playoff run last year. I didn't want him. No, to I, no I that, he, backwards. him and Diggs, him and Diggs, one play, like y'all would have been a good team that it would be actually worth it to give that much money to and overpay because you're literally telling him, like, we have a number one. Shit, we have a number two. He just had a down year. We have a number two. We just need you to come in in the playoffs and make us uncoverable so Josh Allen can just throw it to the open guy. So like I agree there, but like if you're the Ravens, they're the stupid ones. I'm I, if I'm the I Ravens, I don't give him Hopkins trade. Like I, I think you got to go get normally the I'm not a big veterans. No, the Bills. Normally I'm not a big oh. veteran guy. I like younger guys better. Whoa, but, Hopkins! Like, like like right now, I think I think they need one impact player at wide receiver to overcome all of their other weaknesses. Man, Hopkins saw Hopkins saw 18 million possible, 15 guaranteed, and he said, "Yo." <laughs> yeah, hey, Hopkins is probably saying I'm setting the bar at least 13. Five. That, well, hey, look, look what uh, Odell's contract will have an impact on that. If this this guy with his two bum knees and didn't even play last year's game, I'm 15, saying 15, 16 guaranteed. What am I gonna get? Bills need to pull out that checkbook. All right, so move up, uh, and get, move up, and get a young one. All right, so I guess we just have to wait to see when the draft hits, and the draft should be hitting in about what is what next week? Uh, we said what the twenty seventh. I guess the twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah, the twenty seventh. So um, towards the end of this month, um, we still got a little ways away, but uh, we just have to see what the moves are made for said draft. All right, so let's go over to our either or. We got our either or next. Uh, Russ, what you got for us? All righty, righty, baby, baby, people. We got the either or. I did mm. the dance. Mm. It's mm. under the dance. Mm. If we can't see it, it's not real, Chris. That's all yeah. I gotta say to you. No, <laughs> no, we pretend. No, but either or today is going to be two great players from the early 2000s. That all of us adore for your either or. We got Baron Davis or Deron Williams. Battle of the headbands. As always, as always, you already know the deal. It's no team, no. I mean, it's your team, no coach, nor the players, nothing else. You pick Deron Williams, I get Baron Davis. You pick Baron Davis, I get Deron Williams. There ain't no other players, none of other factors. Who you got? Because hey, you got to know. Darren Williams. Quick. He had the, the cleanest taper fade in all NBA history. Give me that guy. Man. I just like Baron Davis's machismo. I, I feel like I feel like I'm being sacrilegious. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, before I give mine, no, no warning, no nothing. Sterling, what's up? We love you. Deron Williams or Baron Davis? Oh, that, oh, no uh, warning. You gotta go now. Yeah, I'm gonna go Baron Davis. Oh, see, I told you I was gonna be sacrilegious. Boogie, I'm sorry. My light skin brethren, I'm sorry. I'm going B Diddy. I'm going B Diddy. Hey, D. Willie had one of the craziest crosses. I respect the edge up the and the wave. Papers, bro. One of the bro, I, hey, I be, hey, you, but you see me. I got the same one. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, hey, I got the same type. You know, hey, well, I, hey, my, hey, my taper is unmatched, my nigga, I, except for Deron Williams. Sit in the chair. They'd be like, hey, bro, what you want? I said, give me the same shit Deron Williams got, dog. And the nigga there. And they would just, they would just cut my shit in halfway through. They'd be like, damn, nigga. And I'd be like, don't hey, be gay, but I know it's nice. Yeah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? for days. I was the one Nicki Minaj was talking about. You know what she said? Do rag on him. You know what I'm saying? Because the waves oh, don't you, swim. You, you, you hey, that it was guy. me. You that guy. It was me. It was you. It was me. I promise you. <laughs> now I got I got B Diddy too. Deron Williams, you got my love. But before we let all y'all in the comments, go ahead and fill it up. Let us know which one you choose. Let us know, please, please. But as always, I'm gonna give y'all the rundown. So we got NBA championships. Neither of them had any um, no shade to either of them. NBA seasons 13 to 12. Baron Davis at 13. Deron Williams at 12. Playoffs played. Baron Davis had seven. Deron Williams had nine. Those Utah teams were nice. All-star games. Baron Davis had two. Deron Williams had three. Uh, All-star teams. Uh, all Total selections overall. Baron Davis one. Deron Williams two. Uh, steals leader. Baron Davis led the league in steals twice. Watch it. Watch it. Um, and one of my favorites is the, where is it? The best overall stats. Where is it? Their best season stats. Uh, where is it? Right here. Okay. So their best season stats per game, regular season, 16. So both of them average 16 points per game. Both of them average uh, three rebounds. You could give Baron Davis four. Uh, both of them average around seven, eight assists. Steals per game, both of them average one. Blocks per game, that doesn't really matter because um, neither of them averaged one. Uh, best season, oh, here it is. Best season, no minimum games, just their best season overall. Baron Davis, 22.9 points a game. Deron Williams, 21. Uh, Baron Davis had five rebounds. Deron Williams had four uh, assists per game. Uh, Baron Davis had eight. Deron Williams had seven. We rounded up to 11. We round Baron Davis up to nine. Still two away. Uh, steals per game, we had two for Baron Davis. Uh, we had one for Deron Williams. Baron Davis had uh, one block. D. Will had no blocks, but very close as I always do. Let us know what y'all think. But me personally, I just love B. Diddy, man. Chuck. I love the Duran crossover. One Chuck of the Chris. meanest, sickest, but yeah. Chris Rocking with Utah D. Will, too, man. Appreciate you, man. Uh, but uh, so look, man, uh, let's get into our segment today. Uh, the segment that we got for today, uh, Okay, so social media is good for a few things, okay, guys. Uh, and I've been seeing this post uh circulate around social media. And it kind of got me started to think. So the post was about this. It was saying that, you know, the the facts are that, you know, Carmelo Anthony will never get his jersey retired with the Nuggets because of Jokic. And that uh, Ray Allen will never get his jersey retired with the Bucks because of Giannis. And so I started thinking because they both wear the same number. So I was like, well, how would a franchise, you know, usually handle two great players playing under the same number? So, like, for example, let's Carmelo just say. better than Jokic. Well, well let's, let's, let's get into that, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, but first, look. So, like, for example, like, yeah, we can just say, okay, let's say the Rockets, just for example. Now, we, after we just talked about how James Harden was, you know, a great player that kind of changed the game. Of basketball when that you know within his era whenever he was playing so i was like he he will be a perfect candidate for a jersey retirement but let's just say that you know just for the sake of this argument rockets win the lottery they get victor Wimbiana 
and he decides to don number 13 10 years later you know boom he's another great player and they want to retire the number 13 jersey how would they go about that and who will get in who who like how would you decide who well, will get the jersey uh uh retired well i think mm. oh go ahead sterling go ahead sterling i don't think it really matters if you got two 15s that are great put them up there here's my question though sterling like if the dude's that great, you ain't going to get to the second 15. Well, how you figure that? Because once you retire, it is done. Yeah, but like now you, we can look at oh, okay. Right. So like we're looking at the Denver Nuggets uh, with Carmelo okay. and, and, okay. and Jokic. Okay, so both of them were 15. Yeah, see, I, I agree with that, Sherrod. I'll just do both, but I don't even no. think there's ever been a, a, a point where they, they've just done both players oh so you're like so like I, I guess i guess i see what you're saying like yeah i mean if you're not gonna do mellow and later on you do retire Jokic, i feel y'all but i'm kind of like i don't think mellow needs his jersey retired as a nugget he ain't he ain't do shit no, I, hey, 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 man. I, I mean, he, he did, did, he did, did it. say shit. He, he, he went to the West Coast Finals. <laughs> I mean, in the Melo has some really, he has some really good years. He is a good player. Ah, he hasn't Sterling, done, Sterling. He hasn't done enough for Sterling. them to retire that jersey. I'm sorry, bro. Sterling. Okay, I will sit here and say that Melo does not need his jersey retired for the Nuggets. I can agree with that because. That's okay. But you will not sit here and call my man a good player. He was a great player in the NBA. Define great, will you? When every great. other when every other superstar in the league, when you talk to them and they talk to you about playing against people, they look at you and say, yeah, no, Melo was trouble. Now, did he play on the best teams? No. But when we're talking about a great player, I am not asking you, what he did to make others great. I'm talking about he is one of the best basketball players you have ever seen play in your life. I don't know about that. That's that's lofty. I think Melo is a great scorer, but Melo doesn't do much else than score. Then that's the problem. All right, I'll give you that. One of the best, you know, triple what's the most, scorers I've ever seen. He, but what's could, the most weighted? My, my bad, go ahead. He's one of the best triple threat scores I've ever seen. Right. What's the game weighted on though? Like if we talk Ch about guys like what is no no champ no 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 no. I'm talking <laughs> about like your I'm talking about game. Because like when we if you if you want to go there with Melo, fine. Like he didn't win a championship, nothing like that. He went to the Western Conference Finals, he lost to Kobe. But I'm talking about when you talk about what you saw, and I know that you're old enough, like when you looked at Melo, like game wise, like yes, defense, all this stuff, it does matter. But offense is the most heavily weighted part. That's how you get paid. And he was one of the most unstoppable forces in nature in the NBA for about 10, 15, 10, 12 years. Yeah. I, I mean. Like you wasn't like you wasn't going to play against Denver like, oh, Carmelo's playing. Nigga, that wasn't happening. You was going against Denver, like how we still stop him from getting 50. When he was when he was in New York, they were like, how you stop him from getting 50? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he might be he might be ISOing a whole lot and all the other shit that people complain about, but he giving you 30 straight up. Those Knicks teams were not garbage. 
You know what I'm saying? They were losing to LeBron's Heat. And if you gave Melo another star, we never know what would happen. Well, they didn't. But look, no, no, no. I, I would say they didn't, but I don't think Melo wanted it. That's, so, that's his own thing. When I, and he's when one I, of my favorite players. He's probably my top like three players all time, just my favorites. I love Carmelo Anthony like more than most people. So okay. like I'm I'm here, like that's why I'm here to argue it. Like, and I and I'm honest about it. Like he didn't win the championship, and he's not like an NBA lure, like as far as like you know, Michaels, LeBron's, but as far as a fucking basketball player, he's top five. Like, Melo, one of the best basketball players that you've ever fucking seen in your life, ever. No one could guard him. No one. Even in losing, no one could guard him. No one. You you name a person, and I will show you video, and I will give you the video highlights of Melo giving that nigga 30. Like, he does this. Like, 30, big man in the post, knows what he's doing, uh, double team, he's passing it out, but you're right. He didn't win no chips. He didn't win no championships. Ships. Ships. Because G-Baby didn't die for that. He didn't win no ships. And so, like, I'll give you that. But as far as, like, just pick a guy to hoop for me, man, stop. You act like you didn't see Syracuse in 03, bro. Like, Melo different, bro. He different. Melo Mello is good. Melo hit his peak. Great! Uh... In 2013-2014. That's that's that was the best of Melo we've seen. Uh, you know, that was after what nine, ten years in the league. Right. He was averaging mid-20s, you know, he got up to 28 points a game at one time, 27 and six and seven rebounds. But like when I think of great player, I think of Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen was great. Carmelo was was really good. Do do you think that Scottie Pippen is better than Carmelo Anthony? At the time, yeah, I do. Stop. What did Car- what is what is Scottie Pippen do without Jordan? Scottie, Where'd he go? Nah, when 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 they went to the yeah, same. We want, he want to get to the argument where he don't. He just want to start yelling. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm really start yelling. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so, okay. So, Scottie Pippen did more. He didn't. He, look, he did more than just score. He he was the defensive pillar, along with Robin on that squad. Can I say can I say yeah, I'm glad you said Rodman because you know what. But Robin Mello was there later. No, 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 no. Because we when we look at it. When you look at it, the Bulls was better, but they both went to the conference finals without the and and, and let, let's let it be known, Melo had Jordan ever ever, you know what I'm saying? But Pippen did, you know what I'm saying? But I will say they both went to the Eastern Conference final. I mean, they both went to the conference finals. But to sit there and say yes, Scotty was great on the perimeter. Boys wasn't just scoring on Melo in the post. I'm going hard in the paint like Carmelo. Bun B did not just say that for offense. Bro. There was defense included in that I, quote. I understand your love for Carmelo. It's and, not even and, just love. It's real talk, though, bro. Hey. If, we put, if we're putting a survey together and we say who was better, Carmelo Mello, Anthony or oh. Scottie Pippen. Clip this shit right now and everybody's going to say fucking Melo. Are you serious? In a game of one... In a game, nigga, Scotty Pippen, y'all stop. No, stop it. No, y'all will stop it right now. Y'all are speaking blasphemy. Scotty Pippen can play good defense. Melo. Scotty couldn't score. Scotty ain't scoring on Melo. Look, look. 
Oh, okay, right. okay. That that, that scenario never will never happen. Like, oh, no, oh, well, hey, no, no. You the one that says Scotty feels better than my guy. So yeah. then, therefore, let's get into it. Either or, number two. Anthony or Scotty Pippen, because I'm taking Carmelo Anthony ten times out of ten, and I bet you everybody is. Man, nigga, Carmelo Anthony, put that shit out. You're taking Scotty Pippen over Carmelo Anthony. I'm taking Scotty. I'm taking Scotty. taking Melo. What are you guys talking about? Are you serious? Good, boy. Okay. See, now, don't listen. I love, you know, the funny thing is, is I love Scottie Pippen. This shit done gone too far. Because Scottie Pippen played one, two seasons, one or two seasons without Michael Jordan. Melo never had another guy like that. Ever. Guess what? Melo didn't stay somewhere long enough to where somebody. It don't, that, no, no, stop. It don't, no, no. Melo made Melo made the decision not to go play with uh, Derrick Rose. You, I'll you give you that. Say like this nigga Melo was just a lone wolf. This nigga just <laughs> motherfucker never had an opportunity. He out no, here, see, hey, no. Boogie, Boogie, he That's out here two different kicking, arguments. He out here kicking rocks and just I'm down <laughs> no. on my luck. <laughs> you getting it? No, I'm just, see, a, I'm just a vigilante hooper. That's Kevin Durant. He's not a visionary. That's Kevin Durant. No, see, and those that know me, I, this is why me. I love you, Russ. This no, but is why I love you, dog. I, no, but, <laughs> but, but shut up. Shut no, your ass up. Shut your ass up. Hey, you my niggas know Daddy came home in this bitch. You are not champagne, Poppy. Hell oh, no. It's not bubbly Sterling. Read the beer, nigga. <laughs> hey, hey, man, look, you ain't. The only bearded one. My beard is bearded twenty four seven. No, but I, I, I really do feel you on the aspect of like the team concept and Carmelo Anthony's accomplishment. But when it comes down to a player, a player like Nah, Scottie Pippen ain't better than Carmelo. Scottie Pippen, no, he ain't better than Carmelo Anthony. Stop playing. <laughs> All right. If you, if you disagree, you agree, man. Let us know in the comments. Well, okay. uh, why y'all? Why Pippen? Or only Melo reason, Anthony. only reason y'all are only pick is only reason y'all pick Scotty Pippen is because he played with MJ. And why are we on the subject? I was always a and why we on? I'm a Scotty fan, but why are we on the subject? I need everybody to give my man Isaiah Thomas some respect. Put some respect on my man's name. We are having an all time slander bill thrown at this guy for no other reason than beating your favorite player. Whoever you are, it's you who I'm talking to. All Isaiah Thomas ever did was beat Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson in the same season and went back-to-back shits. That's all he ever did. And for that, he gets called a hater. He gets called mad and angry at the world. He had to hang up on ESPN because they put mad faces up when he called. Isaiah Thomas was happy. You know why? Because he was beating your nigga into the ground with the bad boys. So, like, I I, I just want to get that off my chest because that shit been pissing me off before I get to the Mavericks. But, yeah, I'm tired of it. There should be no more Isaiah Thomas slander. Him and Steph Curry are the only small guards that can lead you to the promised land. Stop playing with them. All right. Amen to that. All right, so let's go. Look that shit, Chris. All right, so let's go over to the NBA. Uh, last Well, sometime last week, the uh, Timberwolves got into a sideline scuffle with Kyle Anderson and Rudy Gobert. Uh, oh, man. It was, it was hilarious to me. I'm sorry. Um, it was hilarious to everybody. Yeah. It was the softest strong punch ever. Dude, 
It, it no, no, you know what though? It's a French punch. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> but why is he, French he can... punch and he retreated immediately after? Yeah. <laughs> it was French, a it was French a, can... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so they said that it was a club punch, but it went down to the person's belly button. Uh it was like an abdomen punch. That was that was not a club punch. That was a, a that punch. was a get together punch. <laughs> it was the softest punch I ever seen. Everybody talk about French guys like the dude up the street. They soft, but he ain't gonna do nothing about it. So whatever. Man. So so um uh a so I don't know if you guys seen you know the clip where you know a uh I'm I'm hoping that they're a former uh Timberwolves Minnesota Timberwolves employee at this point, but they recorded. Uh, Kyle Anderson in the uh, hallway uh, over basically, you know, after the altercation saying that, you know, y'all gonna have to make some motherfucking choices this summer uh, type shit. Basically saying that, you know, somebody is gonna be in a different jersey. You know, but hey, you know. Oh, it's gonna be Kyle. Well, they yeah. gave up way too much. Yeah. Yeah, they gave up Yeah. Well, one thing I was gonna say this is still, you're right. Like for Kyle Anderson to say that, yeah. I'm just like, if I was Kyle Anderson, homers, I'd be like, hmm. if it was Anthony Edwards, I'd be they, like, yeah, they tra- yeah. I'd be like, yeah. like, Kyle, Kyle I would have been like, Kyle, they traded like nine people for him. For that nigga, you you gonna yeah, be like, and you, you're gonna be playing in Carolina. You, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna, yeah. If it's between you and him, it's you, my guy. Yeah, you playing the but, show, Rudy, Rudy, but but I will say, I think y'all will agree. You got the two teams, and people is like, "Yeah, bitch, that nigga." You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something to it. Like, people yeah. don't like Rudy. Yeah, man. People yeah. didn't like Tony. People didn't like Tony Parker, though. So, like, these French dudes are different. So, you gotta kind of be they careful. Just, I think they just snooty, and you know, just they did. They, they just they come off as a bitch ass niggas. Let's just be honest. Like, no disrespect, they come off as a bitch ass niggas. Like, they them bonds. They some bonds, but but some of them can hoop, right? I mean, look, but you like okay. So uh, let's look at some French players. You got what is uh Rudy Bobar, Rudy Gobar. You got uh what's yeah Evan Four uh Evan Fournier. There's Evan a Fournier. pattern. It's not. I'm not one to, to to believe in stereotypes, but as y'all go down this list, you're gonna be like, one. damn, there's some bond uh, Is Nicholas Batum? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> They just not cut like that, man. Yeah, but man. I mean, then they, they would look at you and say, "I'm cut how I cut." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they would look at you and say, "I'm cut how I cut." They pay my money. They they the cash the checks cash either way. Yeah, like you know right. what I'm saying? Them 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 cats ain't. They that don't care about was, what we think. That punch was charm and soft. It was. Oh, it was. It was. Bounty. It, like it. <laughs> he Kyle didn't even care. He just like. God. No, you see Kyle hit him with the Kyle hit him with the hold up, man. I'm about to whoop your ass real quick. You really trying to swing? And I don't even think Kyle <laughs> Anderson's a tough guy either. Like these no, are two, but, but his hairline and, told me everything that, I needed. But that to lets you need that lets you know though. Like if you're not a tough guy and a not tough guy hits you, you're like, wait a minute, now I'm about to whoop your ass just because I just have to. Like you you're you're not you're not the one that you're not the one that's gonna test me. Um yeah. but yeah, I don't know. But to Kyle's point. Kyle, they will get rid of you. To Rudy Gobert's point, I mean, stop being such a bonbon, man. Play some yeah. basketball because what they're saying to you is true. You need to dunk the ball more. You need to get more rebounds. You need to be you. You you are Rudy Gobert, one of the biggest. You need to play like two K, Rudy. Rudy Gobert, you need to play like you play on two K. 
Like, I don't know what the difference is with your mind. Like, you need to get robotic like the, the dude that we use on 2K. Because on 2K, you are awesome. Because you're bigger than everybody. You can block shots. You can rebound and you can dunk. In real life, you be blocking shots sometimes, but you be moving all weird. Like, you you look like a Twizzler in the river. Like, you, you got to get that shit together, my nigga. Like, I, just, I don't know what else to say, my guy. You got to get it together. But, so you're hey. river. They got they got another chance. Yeah, he just all over. It's just not working. You know what I mean? Sterling, like one of them big men that you just like, bro, get control of your body. You're not 14. Like, you're not 14. You're not going. He still looks like a kid that's figuring out how to run after he grew six inches right. over the summer. How you just describe him as like a uh, inflatable uh, car salesman? Thing. Oh, he's the inflatable, wavy, inflate, wavy arm inflatable too, man. Yeah, wavy, yeah, wavy, inflatable arm too, man. Wavy inflatable arm too, man. That's you know, how you describe him me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, definitely, man. Uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, is looking like you know, he's he gonna be back though, and they need him. He so, because because uh, let's be honest, yeah. the play the playing game, Anthony Edwards shit the bed. Carl Anthony Towns got tired, and the rest of you cast didn't have it. Like Sterling would say, y'all just couldn't cut the mustard. <laughs> All right. so, so, <laughs> you, did you watch the game, Sterling? Hey, that was bad. Let's get into the playoffs. Right. Playing. So uh, yesterday, uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Timberwolves took on the LA uh, the LA Lakers, which the LA Lakers went into what uh, OT and uh, end up edging them out, one hundred eight to one hundred two. Uh, crazy game. Shout out the to Lakers the, tried to get at her away so many times. <laughs> shout out to Schroeder, man. Um, <laughs> shout out to Schroeder. Hey, no, the way that he did it, and then look at the yeah. way, and then he said, then he said, wait a minute, they're over there. <laughs> it was a good photo op, bro. That was good. But I will say, Anthony Davis, you tripping for the foul. But now the Lakers tried to get at her away so many, like, oh, it, it was a crazy game. Slop, the sloppier, sloppy games like that equal entertaining games for us as fans. Yes. But yeah, it was it was just I was watching that game and I was just like, like, hey, Carl Anthony Towns, why do you keep getting the ball twenty to twenty five feet away from the cup, and you're tired, and Anthony Davis is guarding you? Where's the pick? Where's the screen? Where's the switch? Hey, Anthony Edwards. There was a game tonight, my guy. <laughs> like, did you did you forget that y'all were playing? And, there, and but there's one point: if you can't score a fucking bucket, there's one thing you can do, and that's like try to play extreme defense. So I think Anthony Edwards like didn't show enough tenacity on the other side of the ball um, when his shot was. You know this, Sterling. When you play in a real game, sometimes that shit's not gonna go in, and when it doesn't go in, you got to do something else. You got to use your frame to shut down the other team or something. So Anthony Edwards was the biggest disappointment to me. Um, Carl Anthony Towns just got tired, but what you got? Uh, what you think of it, Sterling? Okay, so uh, Anthony Edwards, will he have nine points? Yes, out of 43 <laughs> minutes, he went 0 for 9, uh, 3 for 17 from the field. So 0 for 9 you know, from three points. You know, you know who the leading assist player was for the Timberwolves yesterday? Kyle Anderson with 13, bro. That's a problem. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. And and Michael Conley tried to save your ass two or three times. Yeah. yeah At 35. Man. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. uh Mike Conley. Oh man. 
They they, mm-hmm. they just they just shit the bed. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, they. Do you think this is growing pains, or do you think this is a push the red button? Because one of my friends, well, Chris, uh, Chris that uh, Chris Sherrard that you know be hitting the show up, he said yeah. they got to blow that shit up. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, do they or should they? You know, is it a is it learning experience or should so they blow are, that shit up? Well, what do they got to blow up? That's the thing, though. It's not like I mean, they, like you know, what I'm saying. I mean, like, is it is it one of those situations where you're like, okay, we're gonna make a choice? Do you keep do you keep Anthony Edwards and ship Carl Anthony Towns or vice versa? You keep Anthony Edwards, but Carl Anthony so you, Towns is he's a. He he doesn't show up most of the time, you know what I'm saying? Like he he comes off as soft. He does, he does. I mean, just look at his interviews, bro. This nigga be trying to make his voice deeper, but he actually sounds <laughs> like this. So I, I just, I mean, yeah, like, he sounds like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it save me, dog. Like the the, the, yeah, the Timberwolves think... are they, they trash. I mean, let's be honest. Like they're just not there. They don't have it. I, I'll give you that. I give they you. They don't have it, right? It, so it was, what are they it was bad up? to see. What, what, no, but I, I, well, I mean, if you're if you're another NBA team, then you're gonna take someone's gonna take Carl Anthony Towns, yes, yeah, or him, Anthony send, Edwards. Send him to Dallas for free. We'll take Cat. I have a whole. Whenever you're ready, uh, I we can go because I have. I'm ready for Dallas. I uh, whenever okay. you're ready. All yeah. Right, so, so let's talk about Dallas. So let's talk about Dallas and the, and, and the plays, and we'll get into the, what happened today and. Uh, what's going to happen tomorrow. So let's talk about Dallas. Uh, Can I say something real quick? I'll let, I will let you, you know what I'm saying? Tackle some of the other things. I, me being the honest fan, you know, me being the honest fan of our team, I'm going to say this, man. So in reality, I will sit back and say the Kyrie situation failed. I will give them as far as record wise, yada, yada, yada. What I have a problem with is this retroactive Mavericks fan bullshit where we keep going back to the Jalen Brunson thing. They didn't sign him. It didn't happen. The team we had was not fitting to win. And I'm so glad we got to watch the Miami Heat before this show. So Dallas Mavericks fans who are screaming out at the top of their lungs, the get-up crew, Mike Greenberg, you got to play for the playoffs. Do you want to be Miami? Do you want to be Miami? Because Miami is what happens when you scratch a claw when ain't shit to scratch a claw for. And what I was screaming about is what I realized when we got Kyrie and we traded our best defender, our vocal leader on defense, we traded our bench in Spencer Dinwiddie because that's the only person that could play on our bench. And we ended up getting a guy that did nothing but come out here and go undefeated without Luka. Look it up. Our center averaged four Four, what, four to six rebounds? One second. Dwight Powell averaged four to six rebounds a game. <laughs> four to, he's our center. And this is me This is me saying this to the people out there that are trying to blame Kyrie for all of our problems. Like the man, the man came out here in 2022 and 2023 as a starting center for the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving shooting shots. He's not shooting. Your only job is re- you have four rebounds. Yeah, it's it's bad. Four. At one point, he was caught on multiple occasions. Turn the opposite way. Nico Harrison said it. Mark Cuban's alluded to it. We traded 
the other guys away because that team was not going to win a championship and we were going to be caught cut i mean stuck in nba purgatory where you're a seven to a four seed but you ain't winning shit or seven to a five seed but you ain't winning shit because you can't get by anybody else so that mediocrity shit ain't for me you get Kyrie irving he came in here and won some games without luca luca's pissed off get rid of all the bums get this 10th pick and then start next year from a new because you ain't getting it done with these other guys. If you have a team full of 10 other guys and they can't say, I'm going to hustle my ass off and get rebounds and play defense for two of the top 10 players in the league, like you need to start over. It's not Kyrie's fault. I think it's common denominator theory that they just blame Kyrie and the fact that right. he's an easy guy not to like. Like it's easy to say it's Kyrie's right. fault because at the end of the day, they didn't make the playoffs. Should they have made the playoffs? The same answer is no. So it's, it's, it's the Maverick shit is crazy to listen to people talk about. I'm so I get so pissed off just listening to people say the Mavericks should have done the worst thing possible for the franchise just for the sake of everybody else saying that you deserve to lose. Like it, it makes no sense. Yeah, it, it absolutely makes no sense. It has nothing to do with Kyrie. Now I could say you could we could say we could talk about the spacing on the floor, mm -hmm. but they they ain't played together. They got to figure it out, and they're two two great players. Which what makes you think that I got to figure that out? But I, I like to blame the front office. They deserve all the blame because this is this has not just been a Luca thing. This has been since the championship season in 2011. What have the Mavericks actually done? They they do not know how to put a roster together, and and that's the problem. Like the Mavs are in cap hell. Like, but what are we paying? Like Thank you. It, it makes no sense. You 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 stack bad contracts on bad contracts. You take swings that you ought not to take swings on. You should have never traded for Porzingis, right? You you and it's you should have never let Jalen Brunson walk out the building. Like from from a from a dollars to cents type of move. You should have signed you, Tyson Chandler back in the team back to go try to win a second championship. Exactly. Like just, that's the problem with the Mavericks. And so I this is I woke up feeling like this. Trade Luca. Not because not hold on, let me let me get it out. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook. Because I love Luca that much that I want him I want him to succeed somewhere. Man, my man gonna, hit the you hit that. To see you happy happy than disappointed with me. I look, man, they they're going to ruin Luka Doncic. Just like the Packers, I feel like ruined Aaron Rodgers. They're going to do the same thing to Luka. And no, I, oh, he's going to leave. He's going he I, I think he's going to I think he's going to leave before we let him. Honestly. Yeah. He's yeah. going to leave but I I one thing I will say is this though. I do applaud that our new president of basketball operations, Nico Harrison, came out and said, "It's not Luka, it's not Kyrie, it's the guys around him." And if you go look at that roster, you you'll literally have to think. Me and Sterling would have to would have to put together a puzzle for y'all. Like, all right, maybe this team would need this guy. None of the guys on the Dallas Mavericks seems going to have jobs easy after they're gone. So I think it was a terrible job of building after you let Jalen Brunson go. Even though that was a terrible thing in itself, right. but once you let a guy like that go, then you have to start doing things. And to all the fans that are saying the Mavs were in fourth, they're in fifth, they're in sixth. Shut up! Like, we yeah. weren't going to do shit. 
Like, we wasn't finna do shit. That team that went to the Western Conference Finals had Jalen Brunson and Luka Doncic and Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie. They ruined that shit when they didn't give up the 56. When they didn't pay that man that $56 million, at that point, it's over. And you can't go back. So I agree, Sterling. I agree. But I think a lot of people in the media and fans and everybody in general keeps going back to that trade. The shit's over. They fucked yeah. it up. And if you tell, and if I were to tell you, hey, man, I fucked it up, man. You had a team with a core and it was built. But I went and got you Kyrie. When y'all two were playing, no one's stopping Luke and no one was stopping Luke and Kyrie. We couldn't stop a nosebleed, and that's not Luke and Kyrie's fault. Right. Like you said, that's the front office's job to go say, hey, I need to go get some jobs, i.e. the Lakers. LeBron said, I need some niggas that's going to hit some threes and some guys that's going to play some dog-ass defense. And at the trade deadline, they went and got it, and they looked like a team that could make a run to the Western Conference Finals yeah. now. So. Like, why didn't they try to go get Kyle Kuzma? Now, now, Kyle Kuzma is a – he's – I think he can come off the bench. I mean, he's a – I wouldn't even call him a number three, right? But he would he would take Dorian Finney-Smith's spot for us. Exactly. And why, like, what you like, need. And we don't value the draft. That's the problem, bro. Like, what are they doing, man? I get so tired of the Mavericks. But now, now, what I will say is this, though. Because we don't value the draft, and I think what they're going to try to do is trade the draft pick. Yeah. Which – which I think is a good idea. No, nah, they're gonna I fuck think, it up. But that—that's why my fear is. It's like that's a good plan, but once the plan gets start to operating, how's it gonna get fucked up? Yep. So I'm, 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 but I'm willing to look at. But what I'm reading is, Kyrie likes it here. He likes it a lot in Dallas. He likes it in Dallas. From what I'm seeing, he wants to work out with Jaden Hardy. That don't mean shit, but that's good news. And Luke is taking his, you know, Slovenia vacation. So I'm sitting back here. I just hope Kyrie takes back. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, we've been together for, we only been together for a little, for a couple months, but I'm in love. I just need Kyrie to text back and say, I'm going to come home tonight. But no, I, I, I hope that Kyrie stays. Um, yeah. I hope that, yeah, I hope the DeAndre Ayton rumors are true. That would be awesome. If not, then I just really hope that the Mavericks do the right thing, get some defenders. Get a couple three and D players, uh, defending postmen, I should say. Get a couple defending postmen. Get some three and D guys. And I'm I'm waiting for next year because I have been on the. I, I will say it, Sterling, and you can say, man, Russ, you a fan for real. But I will say it. I do believe that next year, around this time, the Mavs are going to be a top three team in the West, and they are going to be a force. But I do believe we have to wait for them. But I, but but this is the reason why though. It's not. And you'll say, Russell, they fuck up the easiest things that you can do. But this is not a hard task, Sterling. Go get a center that can play defense and some wing defenders, and you will be top three in the West. No, that's true. That's not, that's true but because you have two of the, the best Mavs. players in the league. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's... it's the Mavs, right? They ain't going to do it. And, and, and it's uh, like, I don't understand this. Denver and Dallas are two of the best cities Two of the best cities in America, yeah. if you ask me. Great city. Why, why players don't technically want to come to these cities and play ball is beyond me in the NBA. Denver, you know I don't. Denver, I really don't know. But I think Dallas, for the longest, basketball is an ego-driven sport. And I do believe for the longest, this is living here in the dark era. 
I do think some guys were like, I'm going to be, it's going to be something beneath second fiddle. Like when you come here, like even Luca, like Luca, you're nice, but Dirk is the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of guys had an issue with that. Plus the fact that that era that, you know what I'm saying? Back in the right, early 2000s, right. you weren't teaming up because there was rumors that we were trying to get T-Mac and Allen Iverson and, and different kind of guys and we could never rumors, get them. And we never get you know? it done. But but what what makes me think it really was the egos was because at one point they did say that when Kobe was trying to leave and Dirk was mad that they both were trying to figure out a way to play together, but both of them said, like, I ain't leaving Dallas, and, and Kobe was like, I ain't leaving L.A. So I think that type of error has a lot to do with it. Now there's no excuses. Right. Like, now right. there's no excuse. Like, there's rumors that DeAndre Ayton wants to come play for the Mavericks. So, like, if there's any type of way that you can make something like that happen, you make it happen. Like, there's, like, you, like, right now, it's to me, it's like you said, it's on the front office. Nico, Mark Cuban, the Dallas front office, this is on you. Like, y'all have got to sit out here and get these other guys and make sure that we have a team around them. And I think Nico's going to do it, though, because when a GM comes out and says, like, it ain't, it ain't my two stars, like, these, these other, and, 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 and Sterling, you'll know because you're a fan. Every player on this team, except for the except for Jaden Hardy, um, who is it? Jaden Hardy, uh, who's the other rookie? Uh, Josh Green, Christian Wood, which we're probably gonna get rid of. Which I'll give him that mistake. Luca and Kyrie, all, I mean uh, Kyrie, all these other guys are Donnie Nelson guys. They're all Donnie Nelson guys, and we, me and you both know from being Mavericks fans, no one fucks with Donnie Nelson guys except for Donnie Nelson. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. I think Nico also is like, I got to jettison some of these guys off this roster. We're going to have a bunch of guys that used to be signed with Nike or are signed with Nike on our team. Watch. But we go get some defenders. Yeah. Miles they, they Bridges. Come on. RTB. They they got to, man. Uh, it's it's rough. They I just don't want them to lo- ruin Luka. And I think they're going to, to be honest. So I have faith in the organization to actually be competent in terms of cap manipulation, luxury tax acquiring and finding young talent uh through the draft i mean chris made a good point are they the bills of the nba yeah uh yeah they they they, they definitely I mean, we won one though okay 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 i'm not trying to take shots i'm just saying <laughs> we did win it's true but though as, it's true but as far as the mavericks and the bills both being teams that will take that shot but they just take the wrong shot or they sign the wrong guy right like that that's what makes it hurt more Right. It's like if your team is like, I'm willing to do it, but you're like, you make the wrong choice every time. Like you know, like, we got to get someone else willing to do. It. I know Boogie's like, oh, we we got to talk about something else, but yeah, oh, no, no, no. Gonna... we we just got we got about five minutes left. So I was gonna say, right. uh, if uh if you have your your power ranking start, I don't know. If yeah, you're... I do, I do. We'll, we'll run through this. So uh, it's the playoffs, man, and. Uh, you know, it's it's a good time. You know, uh, our our playoff ranking system will start to dwindle as we get uh, further into playoff season. But uh, off the bat, I, I got I got the Warriors, man. Uh, I would say they're the tenth best team, but with asterisks because they at any point can turn on championship mode and look like okay. one of the best team, best three teams in the league. Um, you know, Draymond Green, Steph, they're all getting healthy at the right time. Uh, I, I think they mm-hmm. play some really good ball, and uh, so I got them at number ten. Okay, any discrepancies there? You you good on that, Russ? I'm, no, I'm good on that. I might have okay. them a little bit higher, but I'm good on that. 
Uh, okay. I got I got I haven't, the, I haven't heard the rest of yours though, so I'm I'm gonna let you do your thing. <laughs> I got I got the Knicks at nine. Uh just the fact that they're even here right now is is remarkable. That hurts so bad. No, it hurts. Every time I see Jalen Brunson, it's like, it's like watching it's like watching that girl you fool, you like, I don't need you. And then next thing you see her Instagram, you're like, damn, she bad motherfucker. Damn, yeah, but you man. have the enemies. Damn, but I, you dating little baby? You done glowed up, damn. Bro, it's like, it's like, it's like, yeah. And it's like, you know, you got to talk shit about her because you left, but you deep down, you love her. That's Jalen Brunson. Like, I just keep I looking, like at, I keep looking we, at this nigga forehead and I'm just like. <laughs> we the dudes that, that, that dated Beyonce <laughs> in high school. I didn't know she was going to be this. I know, I know. And yeah, this, this, that's what the Mavericks do. Yeah. So I mean, you get Emmanuel quickly. Uh, <laughs> Quentin Grimes playing good ball, man. They're, they're, I love they're Grimes. Good. They're good. They're, they're just good. Uh, I got the Kings. You know, at number eight, uh, they're number three in the West, and, and that's incredible. Like the Kings have been doing some some. They've been balling all season. The Cowboys so are back. Yeah, I got to give them all the credit, man. Uh, you know, Demonis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox, I mean, they are putting themselves in positions to be talked about as one of the best duos in the league. Uh, so they deserve everything they've gotten. It's been 16 years since they made the playoffs, and they finally yeah. did so. So it's good. Uh, I got the damn Grizzlies here, uh, number seven. I really hate talking about the Grizzlies. Uh, I, I cannot stand anyone on this squad. I, 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 I you know. I don't want to call John Romain anything but an idiot, to be honest. Um, so I, I could care less, honestly. If you put them in a bus and just them let the them young boys, bro. Bro, I, I, I just <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm gonna stop before I get canceled because I got oh, I got stuff to say about the Grizzlies. I hope they flop. They just they, to me they're trash. They just they're gimmicks. It's just they gimmicky. they have a lot to prove in my eyes as well. I'll say that too. You, they yeah, talk too much. They, they talk, talk too much, much, bro. You ain't done shit. I got the Suns at number six. Now, listen, man. KD needs to like. Get healthy, bro, because this is this is ridiculous. This nigga, bro. First of all, nigga, how you get hurt in the layup line, bro? Hey like, man, dang, hey man, skinny nigga issues, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, we talked about it, him. but this nigga still ain't back, bro. Uh, oh, and then think... you got Devin Booker. You know, I'll be okay if they put Devin Booker on the Grizzlies because he do a lot of talking. And you ain't really done. Right, one thing we're not going to do, is Sterling, Sterling, you have no idea, nothing about this. One thing we're not going to do ever in life is put Devin Booker on the Grizzlies. You have, you, it, it's, a, it's, no, 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 it's just a 2K story that goes back. <laughs> man, okay, so like, man, before the show ends, I'm just, I know you got to finish your shit, but it was, it was a 2K season that went to the, it went to the depths, like six games to the finals. And the dude that beat me is a, is a really good friend of mine. And he had okay. Devin Booker on the Grizzlies. And so, that should never happen. He had Greg Popovich as a coach. Man, fuck you, Jay Dallas. That was some lucky ass shit. I should have never won. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your rankings. I'm in my yeah, feelings. Look, God man, damn. I got the Suns at number six. At number five, I got the Cavs. Man, they they are just uh, when you talk about a front office that's been doing it right, the right way. It's the Cavs, man. And uh, I think you know their GM needs to be the GM of the year. Their front office yeah. is just incredible, from the drafting to the acquiring talent. To managing assets and the cap, like the Cavaliers, it's 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 just brilliant, man. Uh, you know they they were top ten in offensive efficiency, like that's just great. And they got a they got a two guards that are just Darius Garland is people don't talk about him enough. I know 
you know, uh, Mitchell gets a lot of the of the credit, but Darius Garland is is damn good, bro. Jared uh, Allen, Evan Mobley, they have a team. They have yeah. a team. They're solid. Uh, yeah, I got, I got, the, I got the Nuggets at four. They've been playing like shit lately, to be honest. Uh, they've been soft. You know, um, you don't think they're kind of just like sleep to the playoff start? Kinda I like, hope that's uh, the case. I hope that's the case. Uh, but you know, that's my that's my Western Conference championship prediction right now. Well, hey, they they right can now. do it. They can do it. But again, I, a lot of the hinges on Aaron Gordon and your boy, uh, my boy Michael Porter Jr. If those two players can play yeah. consistently well, they're, they're... Sterling. That's why right. I fuck with you. Because I was just talking to my homeboy the other day, and I was like, if MPJ is right, they're going to the finals. If MPJ if can if play MPJ at a level, is right. 18 to 20 points a game yeah, yeah. and eight rebounds yeah. and, and play some defense, they're going to win the championship. They're yes. win the championship. Yes. But the problem is we don't we don't ever know when we're going to get that. Because he's hurt. But the Denver hurt, Nuggets... Bro. But the Denver Nuggets have Jason Tatum number two on their team. He's just hurt all the time. Yeah. Like, MPJ is crazy. But, yeah, he's I got to so let you go. He's so good. He's so, so nice. But, but back yeah. injuries are real. Yeah, it, it, it's it's something, bro. Uh, I got the Sixers here at number three. I think Joel Embiid is the league's MVP, and I don't think it's debatable. Um, but, the pro- but the problem here is when the Sixers get into the playoffs, they don't do shit. Exactly, and, and, and I don't, and I think that's a that's a mindset. That's a mindset, bro. And, and I, I, we need somebody to emerge as the leader in that locker room. Not, not we will never see it, right? Because we're on the outside. Yeah. But that's a leadership thing to me. They need a vocal leader, like they need a Kyle Anderson. You know what I'm saying? They need they need someone that's going to, because like I, James Harden is not gonna do it. Joel and B shouldn't have to do it. Fuck, he does everything else for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. they need to, they they need a vocal guy that has respect of his teammates that can go. Let's get this shit done. But I don't know if they have that. That's what scares me about that team. I I don't right. know if, if they have that. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, trust James Harden. I, 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 I honestly, I don't think they do. Uh, I got the Celtics here, at number two. Uh, you know these these guys. They're they're second in offense, second in defense. I mean, oh my guys, it's the best. Ro- I think it's the best roster in the league, to be honest, top to bottom. They they can give you a little bit of everything. Uh, Jalen Brown is he not yeah. one of the top ten players in the league right now? You I know, mean, you, that's for real, bro. You know it's crazy. He is, and like I have arguments with people, or debates all the time, like about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But I tell people all the time, like. I, I, I tell people all the time, like, Jason Tatum is probably my favorite player right now. Mm-hmm. But I love Jalen Brown. Like, it's 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 a weird dynamic. That team, besides the Mavericks, I love me some Boston Celtics. I can't lie. I love that fucking team. I love those two guys. They are yep. they they are they are awesome. And Jalen Brown still doesn't get the respect he deserves, but he is. He might be, bro, he might be a top 10 player. Yeah. Like, yeah. and we might be sleeping. Someone might need to get their spots up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm afraid that he is, man. I mean, I don't like some of Jason Tatum's shot selection at times. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jalen Brown cleans up a lot of Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah, though I love does, Jason Tatum as a talent, I think Jason Tatum is a top five player in the league. But Jalen Brown, like, he is the perfect sidekick to Jason Tatum. Yep. Uh, and I and I and I think calling him a sidekick is probably a little disrespectful, but 
Um, so we need to give we need to give that man his flowers and, and Boston fans, y'all need to like really chill out because that give send him to Dallas and we'd be straight. Fuck <laughs> yes, boy, straight, uh, straight. I think y'all know who's number one. I got the Bucks here. Uh, you know, listen, Chris Middleton is. Uh, I think he's turning. He's turning turning the corner. That nigga hairline ain't. But uh, <laughs> hey, his hairline's in reverse, bro. backwards. Boop, boop. Just let it go. <laughs> But you talk hey, yeah, about go bold. It's time to go bold. The the Bucks are the best D and three team in the league, bro. And they don't do anything flashy at but all. They remind me of the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. Their their games aren't fun, but they're technically sound. They're coached well. Like there's nothing. They they there's not a weakness on that team, and uh, they're the best team in the league. I don't really only team that I could really see beating them in a in a game in a seven series is the Nuggets. And that's it. And that's it. That the Nuggets will have to be playing their best. I really don't I don't think it's close. I, I think the Bucks are the best team in the league. Uh and Giannis, I got Boston. I got Boston, man. Oh, yeah. We're gonna see though. I got Boston. We're gonna, we're gonna it's gonna be a good series. And yeah. and I feel like, you know, those two stars we mentioned, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown will have to play out of this world. Uh but Giannis is is a handful. Um and shout out to my boy Zion Williamson, who never plays. Uh, just, I just want to throw that out I just, there, bro. I just hope he's back. Next episode, we can dive into that. <laughs> I hope he's back. Yeah. I hope he is back uh, next next season because when he plays for them, oh, they are so he's good. so good, man. But this nigga he's, ain't never. They're they're never so right good. Back. Like when when they, when he plays with them, him, Brandon Egram, and CJ McCollum are so good together. I know. It looks man. It, yeah. Oh, right, Boogie, we're sorry. We know we went over the time. I know. It's, I know. I know. Oh, <clears throat> Boogie had to run. I'm sitting in for the clothes here, gentlemen. So, okay, okay. Spit your socials. Yeah, I know. Start let them know. Yeah, uh, you can find my work at buffalorumlers.com. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at stilo.huncho, on Twitter at Ferro Sterling. You already know it's me. It's Russ J. You can find me on Instagram. That's Big 30 The Truth. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at RLClimbSP. You already know, and whenever you got time, go ahead and hit up the sports plug, sports sushi store, get your shirt. It's dope shit. We're doing this for the culture, self-improvement. That's what we're all about. You know what I'm saying? What's next?